1: what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get
2: free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: Home of scholars and champions. This is the motto emblazoned on the entryway of Long Beach Polytechnic, the Southern California city's oldest high school and one of the most esteemed public schools in the United States. Established in 1895, over its century-plus of operation, the diverse urban high school developed a reputation that reflected its motto, earning accolades for its consistently above-average academic success while serving a thousand-strong student body. Despite their harmless-sounding mascot, the Jackrabbit, the school also became a fearsome multi-sport powerhouse and has sent more athletes to the NFL than any other high school. Its list of famous alumni dwarfs entire states, Notable highlights include tennis pioneer Billie Jean King, Baseball Hall of Famer Tony Gwynn, and musician and Long Beach icon Snoop Dogg. And when Snoop, in his seminal hit Gin and Juice, famously rapped about, quote, so much drama in the LBC, he may as well have been referring to the school's acting pedigree. Its alums include thespians Carl Weathers, Cameron Diaz, and Academy Award winner Van Heflin. But another of its high-profile graduates, Don Callender, worked in a field less glamorous than arts and athletics, but one just as important to the American identity, food service. In 1948, fresh off a tour in the military, Don opened a wholesale bakery to distribute his mom's pies, which his parents had sold as a side business in his youth. Don grew the operation over the next 15 years, and in 1964, he opened the first of his sit-down restaurants in Orange, California, naming it after his mother. The eatery thrived with West Coast diners on the strength of American classics like chili cornbread and its signature savory chicken pot pie as well as his mom's beloved sweet treats and Don's Diner added locations across the west coast and also moved into grocery stores with a line of licensed frozen dinners unfortunately its success may now be in the rearview mirror after don passed away in 2009 the chain declared bankruptcy and in recent years has shuttered the bulk of its locations receding to just two dozen stores but don's franchise diner and pie shop no doubt made an impact on chain restaurant history and in life, the success of the restaurant he named for his mom evokes another motto from his alma mater of Long Beach Polytechnic. Enter to learn. Go forth. To serve. This week on Doughboys, Marie Calendars. Come
0: on! Go! It's the do-go.
3: Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Kung Fu Panda Express, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Hi, Nick. Hi, Mitch. That was courtesy of Lucy Maddox, who writes, Love you, Thick Kings, XOXO Lucy. Wow. Am I a thick king? You were, very, you were concerned about this today that you, you think you've gotten fat. I think I'm T-H-I-C-C thick. I've been uh-huh. I've been seeing some of the a lot of people been tagging me in photos and social media. We just finished our Feast Coast tour. We were in
1: this is this is four different cities. We did
3: eight eat. shows in six
1: days. You shouldn't feel too bad because you were, were eating fast food every day for you know eight days or whatever. I was eating like shit and drinking heavily to cope with the uh, the stress. Yeah, that and wasn't that wasn't a part of the podcast.
3: <laughs> you know how we go on the road and we like are forced to drink. <laughs> we're forced to binge drink every you, night. You drank a bottle of wine on stage. I did. I drank a bottle of wine on stage. Um, like, not as a stunt I was just like you know I was just I had it there it's <laughs> <That's> worse
0: <laughs> not M- as part of the show <laughs> that was just my normal consumption habit
3: um, Mitch we should talk about something uh, real quick because we just we just got back from the tour and I know that's something I, we can talk with our guest was also been touring and I, I know this thing we talk about with them a little bit but we 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 were over at the restaurant. We came yep. back here. You gave me a ride because I took the bus. You gave me yep. a ride to your apartment, and I came upstairs. And I so I knew we were meeting you song here. And we just spent on we just spent like eight days on the road with you song. And while we were getting out of the car, I I was like, I, this is gonna be great. We're gonna see you song. And we just spent eight days together. We saw him two days ago, and I'm gonna go up to him and say like, hey buddy, long time no see. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was gonna be really good. So. <laughs> We 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 walk uh-huh. up the sta- we walk up the di- driveway of your apartment, go up to you song. What
1: does you song hit us with? Hey guys, long time no see. Which to me is, of course, the thing anyone would say. That's the first go to joke. It was my bit. That's what I was gonna say. I was so excited. <laughs> it's like GMTA, I guess. Well, my grandpa or something would say. It's a yeah. very normal. You were surprised he said that as well? That's the hook of
3: this this podcast. It's uh, people <laughs> like to listen to you and a less funny version of your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, thought it was a lot I thought it was a you song that was a nice moment, right? It was it was nice. We had fun. Shit my
1: grandpa would say. <laughs> uh no, I, I thought that, yeah, of course. I mean my, my concern was the house. And the fact yes. that it's been, I've been out of the house for two weeks, and uh, it just smells like cats a little bit, right. here, Which still you, does. You just sort of get let, It's just sort of the Lord of the Flies situation. Bit, yes, I mean there are multiple flies in mm-hmm, here when right. I got back, um, which I don't really understand why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to do this, but howdy how to Spoon Nation! I did it quick, and uh, I will play a drop, even though I don't want to do it with our guest. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> All right, here it is. Uh, sorry
0: hey ma that's all we eat in quincy
3: oven fries put the oven at 450 these oven fries aren't crispy enough
1: ma the fries the oven fries oven fries isn't gonna stick
3: (laughs) oven fries has legs
1: no it doesn't have legs um a little Johnny Pemberton in there. Hi, a little, Johnny. A little Johnny Pemberton, a little bit of Johnny Pemberton in there. Uh, Hi, artist, formerly known as Spoon. First time dropper. That's not true anymore. I'm. Yeah, I supposed to. Where you're now back.
3: back to being the Spoon Man. First
1: time dropper, long time listener. I actually competed first time against. dropper. <laughs> Sounds like he just took
3: his first
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it took a long time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> his
1: whole time. <laughs> 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 I actually competed against you in the Weiger Challenge on the Seattle Live Show back in 2017. Wow. I'm so excited to see you live tonight in my brand new hometown of Boston. Holy shit. So this is uh this he sent me this this the day of the show. So I did I didn't play it. Um uh blah, blah, blah. My fiance and I just moved here two weeks ago. Uh to honor the occasion I put together this drop silver classic Quincy Dish. I keep, I kept it very short. Uh, Taylor, Spoon Nation for Life at Yo, oh God, I don't know how to say that. Yo, Yosarian jumps. Oh yeah. Yosarian jumps. You know him? Yeah. Well, Yosarian is
3: a is a character from a Kurt Vonnegut novel. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a. Haven't it's from, read it it's yet.
0: A book. <laughs> <laughs> get, get, get even more reductive. Uh, <laughs> <book>. <laughs> no uh, words. <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: our guest today is the host of the podcast, Scotty Bang Bang and Threedom. He also co-wrote and directed Between Two Ferns, the movie, wow. which is now streaming on Netflix. Scott Ackerman is back. Hi, Scott. Hi,
2: guys. Thank you for being here. So happy that I, I begged you guys to have me on, so I appreciate you in time for the movie. It's our honor. So I thank you for uh, acquiescing to that request, and uh, really appreciate it. And is there is there such thing
1: as... Do you think there's ever a possibility, I don't know if this has ever happened at show business, that... Less people will watch the movie from you being on the show. (laughs) (laughs) They'll contact
2: Netflix. Excuse me. (laughs) May I make a deletion (laughs) from my account? (laughs) Um, I think it's out tomorrow because you said this comes out on Thursday, right? So it's September 20th. So uh, at, at midnight tonight, in other words. So yes. Uh, th- and thank you so much for having me on. I'm, of I course. wish you weren't so embarrassed playing those drops. I enjoyed them.
1: It's a lot of fun. I remember Taylor. I remember that guy. Yeah, he was on. He was on stage with us. They're very stupid. I just don't want to waste your time. You're not a waste at all. I'm here as long as you need me. I thought it was a hoot. I like that one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I agree. I, I mean, like a things to you that are hoots are, it's pretty easy bar to pass in many ways. <laughs> we were driving here and we drove by, there's a big, we, so so our route
3: took us on the 101 freeway. Yes. 101, yeah. 101 freeway. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and there's a, uh, a, and on the 101, there's a giant minion above Universal Studios uh-huh. Hollywood. That's big. I
2: thought the minions were that size. You thought it was a giant one? <laughs>
3: It, from what I know of the Minions uh, franchise, unless Watching
2: those Minion movies, I always assumed they were that big.
3: So you thought this was some sort of gigantic scaled-up alternate Earth? Yes, of course. Where, like, Gru is, like, the height of a football field. <laughs> exactly. Okay, got it.
2: <laughs> I assumed it, I, I don't think it's an alternate Earth. I think it's up in the clouds on our Earth. Oh, got
3: it. So they're kind of, like, in the Jetsons' land. Yes, That's, like, exactly. kind of where the, the, <laughs> yeah. the Minion story takes place. Where
2: Jack and the Beanstalk took place.
3: Oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, is that your big movie role? D- d- you know what? I, I know. What your I've movie now role said what is. the movie role. You know, can't been, keep I doing can't do this, this anymore. Um. So the giant. Yeah, I was saying you were the giant. That's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> You're yeah a large I'm just man. realizing
2: they they made a Jack and the Beanstalk movie. They did. That just popped in my head, yeah. and there was
3: like a war between the giant. It's like so complicated. Did Brian Singer direct it? It's a it? Brian Singer joint.
2: Who did he fuck? Jack. He fucked Jack.
3: He fucked Jack
2: um or jacked it to fuck <laughs> um so yeah you saw this big minion thing i pass it all the time yeah, so we, i used but, to live right by there
3: yeah so and mitch was like mitch
2: was i used to live in the harry postle apostle oh, <laughs> i was gonna say the harry potter castle but i put potter and castle together i used to live with harry <laughs> Do
0: you know him
3: yeah the public domain ripoff of uh, harry potter yeah. Uh there there actually was a was a ripoff of Harry Potter that was so egregious that it got like stopped by corridor Barry Hatter and the Sorcerer's Broomstick. <laughs> and it was a it was they made it as a, a, a they made a video game and it was just it just like it was such a like a transparent yeah. like one to one, just find and replace thing. Uh but anyway was it like a joke though? Was it no, it was like it was just they were trying to cap it was like transmorphers. It was like one of those direct to video movies, but in video game form.
2: Am I on how did this get played? Oh uh, we don't <laughs>
1: We don't mention that podcast here. Oh, really? It's a sore subject. Oh, okay. He makes it out to be a sore subject. But the only sore subject is that we were offered to go on Good Morning America and Nick canceled because I believe we talked about
2: this on my previous episode. Yes. Still bringing this up. Because he wanted to play a video game. Because he wanted wanted to play a a video game. A whole podcast about it. (laughs) Yes. You should just make a, a podcast about canceling on Good Morning America. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Why won't they have you back? This is insane to me. I don't like, know. You were just like, hey, I can't make it that day. Goodbye forever. Click. Yeah. I thought it was
1: reasonable. We, we don't need to rehash this. No, I apologize were, you, to you. You, know, you, 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 you I apologize now changed to you. your stance. You, it wasn't reasonable. Everyone agreed. It was the first time I think YouSong wasn't on your we side. We don't need to rehash this. <laughs> YouSong yeah. got scared when I said We've that. We've settled this. Um, I would I love I to, to I...
2: do like a Judge John Hodgman type podcast where mm. I just have you guys on every week and <laughs> settle your problems.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you're in the wrong. <laughs> so w- when we did the Solid Sound Festival uh, with our buddy Hodgman, who was just with us with our Boston shows, which will be coming out in the near future. Uh, oh, cool. um, one of our Boston shows and, and a lovely man. We spent some time with him. Just He's the a, greatest. Just a great dude. A new book coming out as he does have a new book yeah. coming out. Yeah, his Medallion last status good yeah he's a he's a he's a w- yeah. very talented you guy. guys went to the
2: delta lounge right we went to the delta lounge that was i one. was bummed that i couldn't go to that because i frequent the delta lounge whoa so yeah that's it my was, lounge
1: it was oh it's a great lounge it's a good it's a mm-hmm. quality lounge who, do, who did we see in
2: there we saw uh, we saw common rapper oh yeah we I saw believe. common that's, yes no, that's actually pretty common yeah wasn't <laughs> 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 there a bang bang joke uh <laughs> as common <laughs> as awards won by the rapper common <laughs> I feel like there is. I think That's so. stuck in my head <laughs> on one of the episodes. So you saw a minion.
3: We saw a minion. Yes, um, we saw a minion, uh, and, and- then,
1: <sighs> I was just like, "Why? Why is the minion big?" I asked girl. Yeah, and then I didn't know that it would be like. A 30-minute conversation of just himself talking till we got oh. to my house. I was saying... Explaining the bigness of the one minion and how the actual minion that gets big in the movie is Kevin. and Yes, this is I don't think it's Kevin. Kevin.
3: It could be. I haven't inspected him closely, but I don't think that minion is Kevin.
2: What part of his body are you going to inspect? <laughs>
3: He's got some <laughs> distinguishing characteristics in that he's a longer he's a longer minion. Longer minion. His form factor he's is. He's more like, ovular. Yes, he's more yeah, he's more of an oval. And then he's got um he's got two eyes. You know, like a lot of some of them have some one have eye. One, yeah. yeah but Do we he's, have three? There's no three-eyed minions, yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be gross. But they are kind of <laughs> some people have
2: cryptophobia like, would just start to trigger in everyone's <laughs>
3: They, they do kind of like, uh, some people have claimed that the minions are perhaps is something of a ripoff of the Pixar aliens from Toy Story. That's what I always thought they Yeah, were. and they're yeah. kind of a horde and they have three eyes. So yeah. they may be deliberately so trying to avoid that. So they couldn't
2: have three eyes, otherwise they would be crossing over. That's probably, into, yeah. Into Barry Powder and the Sorcerer's Broomstick <laughs> territory. <laughs> Susan Powder. Yeah. <laughs> I think, there could
1: have been a Barry Hatter's ride at Universal, right, right near the uh, Minion, instead mm. of Harry, the Harry Potter ride, which I can't ride because I'm too big. Oh, yeah. really?
2: It's the worst ride. Really? You're not missing anything. The yeah. the, the one where it's this you is upside podcast down. The ride now. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, it's really uh, unpleasant. Oh, everyone in our party, we basically had to just hang out in Harry Potter World for an hour afterwards, like kind of lying down on benches. Oh, Jesus! And they they made it after the first few weeks. It was making everyone who wrote it sick, oh, and so wow. they had to tone it down even, but it still makes everyone I know sick. It, so. Like motion sick? Yeah, it's motion sickness, because you get motion sickness because your inner ear is moving around, but your eyes are, uh, or vice versa. This is mm-hmm. what happens on the Harry Potter ride. Your eyes are think you're moving around but your inner ear doesn't match what your eyes are seeing so that's why you get carsick when you're reading yes because you're reading something stationary but your inner ear is moving quickly so the the way to really get rid of carsickness is to stare at the road and see where you're going right have it match up but so any of those motion rides like i got really sick on the star wars galaxy's edge same Mm. reason Mm. is just because like you're just kind of jerking around, but your eyes think you're moving, you know, throughout space and right, and sometimes time, <laughs> the fourth <laughs> dimension. Yeah, yeah. The, we we held sure, that. <laughs> I, uh, I, I got,
1: I got motion sickness reading one time. I and I, so I swore off reading. Forever. Oh, okay, not not reading while driving. Just the whole just experience. experience. Yeah. Right. yeah, I'm done with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I got Mitch. I got motion sick on that party bus as we were heading yes, we going to which, Vegas, which
1: almost is. That's I mean, but I couldn't get strippers on it. There were no strippers, but it was the sort
3: of thing where it was like the 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 windows were like tinted and like I couldn't get a I was like facing sideways. I didn't have a good look at the road. And so I got it was it was a a
1: bachelor party a bachelor party bus to Vegas. Yeah. And Weiger within like five minutes was like, I feel sick. And yeah, then I got motion sick immediately and had a
2: miserable ride me home.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then it got st- it stopped in the middle of the desert. Oh, that's right. We spent some time together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were at the side of the, we were stranded at the side of the road and then we were stranded? at a gas station for a while. Mm-hmm. What? Well, the, the bar, the party bus broke down.
2: Yeah. And- I had a car broke, break down. There's one stretch of road going into Vegas that I guess I turned into a, a place And just gave them my car. They're like, look, it's going to cost way too much for us to fix this car. Do you want to just give it to us? And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was young wow. I was like, yeah, fine. But they the, then they start telling me like, yeah, everyone breaks down here and pulls in here. Wow. It's just a very steep incline there that kills all these cars. I, I think maybe that was it what it was.
3: Yeah. yeah, but then we had to wait like w- it was a sort of thing where we were so remote and I don't know what we couldn't get an Uber or whatever like that. We didn't get any reception. In the middle of the desert, you the couldn't, get the get desert, couldn't get an <laughs>
0: Uber.
3: <laughs> and so they we actually had to like the guy the driver had to call somebody and then Highway Patrol had to come and and rescue
1: us. We I rode in a highway patrol car to a gas station, and he went like a hundred miles per hour. The guy, it was crazy. They were very really? fast. Did he yeah. turn on the lights? Uh, no, he didn't turn on the lights. He just was flying. Yeah. Uh, and then we said thank you, and they gave us nothing. Yeah. Really. Yeah. What do you
3: mean
2: they
1: gave you nothing?
2: They, they, were,
3: they weren't like uh, they, they weren't like, <laughs> like What are they
2: supposed to do? You're the one thanking them. <laughs> they could have been like Thank mm, you
3: for your thank you. It <laughs> could have been like just do even just just doing our job. You know what I mean? Just something oh, like yeah. just some acknowledgement that they were just sure. like
2: Well at least they didn't nothing. beat the shit out of you Mr. White Privilege.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a thank you for <laughs> my return from my a officer.
2: cop also, moments before. when he gave me a ride uh-huh. instead of Fucking murdering me. I want a
3: cop to say you're welcome when I say thank you, sir.
2: Jesus. <laughs> on, a, on a moment before that, you asked
1: to suck on the shaft of his gun. Do <laughs> <if> you remember?
2: <laughs> Do you mind, sir, if I suck on the shaft of your...
3: How about just the nightstick? Can I negotiate you down to that? <laughs> Jesus.
2: Jesus. <laughs>
3: Uh, so, so Scott, we were both touring recently and I wanted to ask because my, my food habits got terrible, not just because yeah. of the format of this podcast, but also because travel just means like, you know, you're on a train and you're getting yeah. whatever they have available in the snack car. Cause it's oh, going to be your early trains. meal. Mm. Yeah. We do. We take trains. <laughs> we planes and trains. We mix it up and the occasional automobile. No,
2: we're taking some trains, but yeah, the food, food is really tough to get anything that is going to keep you healthy right yeah so i basically i i the week before we went on tour i was in a great groove i actually like ran five days that week and one one day it was like five miles and i was like i'm i'm really getting into the groove here after having you know working on this movie and basically not exercising for a year and a half or whatever uh, I was, I was for the past month. I've been really into it. Went on tour, it just all goes away. Yeah. You know, every so single tough. meal is just bad. Restaurant, I mean, that's the other thing is, is like we get spoiled in LA where I can pop over to someplace and get something healthy really easily, but on the road, you're just stuck. And then we can't even eat until after the show because for some reason it just weighs you down. Yes, right. Yeah. And our shows would end at 9 30. Maybe ten, ten or something, and nothing's open. Yeah, in these in these towns, right? Yeah.
3: That's rough. Yeah, yeah, we've we've had the uh, the first day because we were we were in D.C. Then we went to Philly. Then we went to New York. Then we went to Boston. Our first day in D.C., Mitch, I did yoga, and I was so like, like, ah, oh, this is great. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, the only
2: man to ever, yeah, yeah. exercise on the road. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to work out <laughs> every day. We're going to be great. And then that was
3: it. There was yeah. there was no other exercise. It's so tiring.
2: It's so exhausting. And I get kind of vertigo from traveling in planes a little bit so oh sure yeah uh it just you all you can do is and i, I found i can't even return emails that's how lazy you get yes. on the road yeah it's like i'm on the road i can't type <laughs> I, I, that, that's
1: that was what's so crazy to me just even the first day before we had any shows i mean why you even before the first show you didn't sleep no i didn't sleep first the first night. night yeah
2: so you were awake the entire yeah, so I went like I, laying I in a
1: bed next to You Song, who's right here. He was mm. he was staring at the ceiling. All right, let's not get me me too. We had separate beds. <laughs> <laughs> we
3: we had we we're in the same room. I didn't even in the beds. same bed. Okay, okay, you jerked yeah. off into a plant. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yousong, look at me. <laughs> I'm gonna jack under this beanstalk. Give me a massage. How do you feel about that? Yeah, <laughs> I love that's like. I've never, I've, I've never asked a woman. I've been, I, I've never asked my wife of eleven years tomorrow uh, wow. to give me a massage, and that's Weinstein's opening gambit. He just starts with it. Just <laughs> like, go straight to it. Yeah, oh. Hey, do you mind giving me a massage? <laughs> yes, I fucking mind. <laughs> I, what I'm amazed by is that
3: how many, like, like, because Charlie Rose and then other people have tried the uh, getting out of the shower yeah, with yeah. the female assistant nearby or the Jeez. the female, under, and it's just like. I just I can't I cannot fathom being like I'm gonna step out I'm gonna step out of the shower and then just expose my yeah. naked body to something. Tempt I'd be, someone? I'd be so <laughs> yeah, I'd be so embarrassed. I can
0: understand
2: getting out of the shower and being incredibly embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> but to tempt someone, oh my
1: God, very strange. You sung, yeah. you've come to the house as I've gotten out of the shower before. This is true. Yeah. But you <sighs> like you don't want me to see you.
2: Oh no, of course no. not. Yeah. We I don't, have I don't have, want me to see me. We have an assistant who like I was I was coming out of the shower the other day, and suddenly I hear Scott. (laughs) And um, because I didn't have music on or anything, and and it was you know eleven a.m., which is I guess too late to take a shower in North America, (laughs) like legally. Uh, Our assistant was coming back from the cleaners and about to like hang up clothes, right. And thankfully I made a noise or something where she didn't realize that no one was in the bedroom. <laughs> and Jesus. she's like, Can I come in? I'm like, no. <laughs> but this is what Charlie Rose thinks is the way to get to land women.
3: That was like his opening move. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's so bold. I I I I don't get it. I don't want anyone around. Get out of there. No,
2: yeah. <laughs> when I'm having sex. Yeah. <laughs> That's me and me alone. Yep. <laughs>
3: So we were so yeah. The, so you
2: were next to you song. We were <laughs>
3: next to you so Yeah, I get, <laughs> <laughs> get. I couldn't sleep at all, and then so I was very, I was physically exhausted, and then yeah, I just... Uh, gu-
1: guests told me after the fact that they were worried about you. This is true.
3: Yeah, I was not. I was not doing great. We were
1: we were walking to Ben's Chili Bowl, and he uh, at one point just leaned over and, and rested on his knees as we were walking. Yeah. Oh.
3: Yeah, I was not doing great.
2: I, I mean, that's exceptionally unwell.
3: Yeah. I powered through it, uh,
2: but yeah, I, I mean, like
3: I just I have I have a lot of sleep problems to begin with, and then yeah, if I, I heard am,
2: on the last one about your night terrors. I
3: do have night terrors. Yeah, that's an issue. He, he, oh, wait, he, you heard my night terrors? I heard on, some of your night terrors right. in
1: the in the in, oh, in DC.
3: I heard that's some right. of
2: them because you were in a r- adjacent room, or you all were. I in went the upstairs room. to jerk off into a plant near you song.
1: Oh,
3: okay and, uh,
1: okay and nick was <laughs> i was in
3: the, i was getting out of the shower <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay i was I, mean, <laughs> I know everything i need to know about this situation at this point nick, nick, nick it was actually
1: the first night we were there I, uh you song, you were not there yet um uh the house was empty i was afraid it was uh, haunted in some way it was <laughs> okay so, so you're
2: you have a terrors <laughs> yes <laughs> And so
1: I I was doing laundry uh, because I had to uh,
2: scare away the ghosts. To scare away the
1: <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are afraid of ghosts, one of the big things you can do is do a, la- a lot a load of laundry, they they get very and I, it does, they confused. The, the sound it.
2: is very soothing, it fills up the house, it makes you feel not alone. Right. I understand
1: well, it. Ghosts being sheets. If you yes, do laundry, they're, afraid. they're very afraid they're of terrified. the laundry yes. shows
2: power over them. Right.
3: They don't want to
1: get
2: smaller. dominant move. <laughs> They don't want yeah. to get small, yeah. you say. small. They don't want to shrink. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to be put in with the reds. So <laughs> suddenly the pink ghosts.
1: Um, and uh, I, I was I was putting the from the, the the washing machine into the dryer and I heard ah! upstairs. I heard uh, you right. did you did two consecutive. It was like, oh, ah! Oh, like that. It was very strange. Oh, I, I thought you
2: were telling a ghost story, but it's just Nick. It was oh, just okay. yes, oh, yeah, it was, it was just it was just Nick. No, that was oh, me yes. just shrieking in my sleep. That yeah. was him shrieking yeah. in his sleep.
3: Possibly because I was being disturbed by a ghosty, but we don't know for sure. Oh yeah, that yeah. could be
2: it. Maybe you don't have night terrors, you're just haunted. Could be by in. ghosts continually. You 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 seem like a guy who should get sleep paralysis. Have you had I, it? Yeah, I get sleep paralysis oh, all the time. Oh, I, I heard right. Cheryl Crow gets that.
3: Oh, how about that? Yeah.
1: Boy. All she doesn't want to do. <laughs>
2: Is move <laughs> <laughs> at <the night? laughs> uh, but, but maybe you're ghost bait. Uh, could be, yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think I have maybe the, the demeanor of someone who's hauntable. Yeah, deserves. Sure. <laughs> yeah, terror in be, his life. Right, because of my crimes.
0: Yeah, my many secret well, crimes. Well,
2: may, maybe there is a ghost that you, I mean, who knows? You very well could have murdered someone before we knew you, or even while we knew you. Yes. right. And maybe you're being haunted by that ghost. I actually want to say unfinished business. Probably while we knew him. Yeah, while. Yeah. How surprised would
3: you be? Like, you know how like sometimes it's like because we've we've known people and they they like we've either been acquaintances with somebody or just known who they were, and then it's something. And then, comes then a out crime about them. comes a out. A crime comes some, out yeah, or yeah. something, and sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god! Another time, you're you're like, right. well, yeah, that guy's weird. Yeah, yeah.
1: We were all broken up. When it happened to O.J. <laughs> oh, Orenthal.
2: We had no
3: idea. Is it, Nordberg seemed like such a such a good guy.
2: <laughs> hey, Twitter world. <laughs> um, but how surprised, like, realistically, how surprised yeah, would you be? Yeah, if I
3: like, I had been like, like, oh, Weiger committed crimes.
2: You know, I, I'd worked with you for a while. Yeah. And I don't think I knew you were married. So I think I would be like, I was surprised <laughs> by that. Oh, sure. Right. and I'm pretty cagey. So at this point, I think it would be like, yeah, I didn't even know he was married. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) You just kept it close (laughs) to the vest.
3: I mean, I wear a wedding ring. It's not a class ring. I'm not
2: looking at your fingers, you weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to gaze longingly at your hands, (laughs) thinking of what you'll do to my loins? (laughs) I do a better job of flashing my bling. (laughs) I think that you...
1: um, I I don't like you asking this question because yes. it feels like a test almost in itself.
3: Yeah. Oh, I got it. That probably almost makes like you... like the most
2: dangerous game. Like oh, you're, yeah. This is some sort of <laughs> intricate puzzle that you're putting us through. <laughs> yeah. Seeing how close you can get. It's like rope, essentially. <laughs> Professor, could we plan the perfect murder? They
1: already have. <laughs> you're a little jigsaw-like. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm.
3: I don't know. I think I'd be... I mean, I think that I would I think that the consensus would be Oh, like yeah, okay, that guys weird. I think that's what people would think. Like like they like, "Oh, he's nice, but like he's also a mm-hmm. little weird."
2: I can imagine you doing a jigsaw type of thing where suddenly someone wakes up after being knocked out and they're chained to something mm-hmm. and then you appear and you're like, "Welcome to my test." <laughs> the year was 1955. <laughs> Handcuffs were invented by a man named Handy C. Uff. (laughs) (laughs) What do you you eat? Like, get to a hotel room. If Mark Marin were to be a killer and do something like that, do a jigsaw thing, do you think people would skip ahead 15 minutes?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. He's going to listen listen to him play guitar. (laughs) Just just rip open my stomach and take the key.
2: All right now you slam me <laughs>
3: come
2: on what would people do uh, if i were doing it?
3: no right. uh but we okay so you're in a hotel room do, do you <laughs> okay. like uh because because we, we're spending a lot of time in hotels you, you you've got uh, different lodging situations that you have at home obviously yeah. what do you do for uh, are you someone who binges who eats in a hotel room do you get some snacks there to get room mm. service
2: there's nothing i like more than getting a a a nice hotel hamburger or mm. cheeseburger yes. For some reason i that's the one thing I go to on the room service menu of like I want to taste this place is that and they all interesting. have interesting they all have different things about them, you know, that they all have a different sauce or a different way it's prepared. And that's really fascinating to me. Um, but on this trip we I personally never had room service. Paul F. Tompkins likes to order breakfast. He likes oh, to eat that's breakfast fun. alone. He does not like anyone around him when he eats breakfast. I get that. Um, so he likes to always well, he just says breakfast,
1: not every meal. No, 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 no. <laughs>
2: breakfast. He likes to put the thing on the on the door, which yes. actually came up this trip because in uh, where were we? Where were we? Where were we? Was it St. Paul? No, yeah, it was St. Paul. In St. Paul, right? Is that what? Yeah, St. Paul. He put the 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 thing out. And they never picked it up, mm. and then he slept through breakfast oh, and basically slept through our lobby call. Oh of, no! You know to where the point where I was like, "Is everything all right with Paul?" And we all had to like go leave for the airport without him. And, oh my goodness! And uh, then he finally woke up, but um, but I never got I never got room service on this on this particular leg. I I would always try to either as we were we would time it out so so we would arrive around lunchtime into whatever town we were going to and then do a little research beforehand and try to find a good lunch place yes and then not eat until after the show which then is super dicey yeah that's you tough. picked up your drink like you were about to drink it and then I ended abruptly and now I feel bad that you didn't get to no, take a sip no it's fine I'll get to
3: take no, a go sip in take a take a sip no go ahead yeah, no.
2: think of more to jazz this up no you don't need to no, no take fine. a sip take a sip into the mic
1: okay hold on <laughs> oh
2: that's how you
0: drink. <laughs> ah. <laughs> that works as a straw. I saw, I
2: saw that uh, Black Mirror episode with the guy going <laughs> after he drank. Have you seen that one? No, it made me laugh. It's a really good episode. Is that real? It's a. Is it like a weird choice that he makes us do the ah? I don't want to spoil too much about it, but it's a. It's a really good It's one of the oh, better okay. episodes. It's about a uh, uh, two people who are in a dystopian society that um, no one dates except by an app that chooses people for you got it Mm. and tells you how long you're going to date Mm. um so that it takes in data to pick you like someone that you actually like so Mm. it like tests you out in certain situations like you're going to date this person for a year um and and one of the people gets stuck with a guy who on the very first night after they have sex like takes a drink of water and goes (laughs) and it bugs her the first time Uh and then does it for a year <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> even after her saying do you have to do that and he just does it continuously it made me laugh wow that's great yeah we gotta watch we, we i haven't watched anything
1: it's been a whirlwind weiger you would nick almost missed the train in uh in new york city really new
2: york city just like i pictured it
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you almost missed a train why
3: uh i we covered this Too because i was looking
2: at the statue yeah <laughs>
3: Trying to see it rather
2: than that dress.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> man.
2: <laughs> what if it was anatomically correct under there? It's like the fucking French, man. <laughs> but no one knew about it. Right. Just like this, the government. And that's where people like hit out.
3: Yeah. Get arrested because you want to sneak under and get a yeah. glimpse Mons of her monster Of A giant yeah.
1: <laughs> fucking vulva. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to re- bring it back up. It's again. It's
3: fine. Yeah, I almost, I nearly missed the train, and but I got, I, I boarded all aboard. They said, and I was there. <laughs> That's and then true.
2: you took heed.
3: And then I got myself a, uh, a, a little. I was to tie it back to food. I got myself a little hummus and pretzel snack. How's that was bad? deeply unsatisfying? Train hummus. yeah, it's bad. It was very bad. I was very yeah. upset.
1: Oh, and this is How the... I just say bad choice? Yeah. It was a bad choice. I had a train bagel. Trying
3: I mean, to get something with some dietary fiber. I was eating nothing but carbs and and fats. Does hummus like have shit. fiber?
2: Yeah, it's it's made from beans. It's got a little bit of I'm fiber. Sure it's made from beans, but don't doesn't blending anything get rid of the fiber? Aspect? I don't think so. Entirely. Like juicing gets rid of all of the fiber that's in fruits, which makes yes eating fruits the fiber is it kind of cancels out how fat you get from it mm-hmm. but um, so you're looking up right i'm now,
3: looking it up right now whether okay
1: hold on Hummus Let's, has
2: f- fiber it has fiber <laughs> this, this show <laughs> hold we're on. looking up if hummus has fiber he so,
1: he looks up a lot of facts during the
2: show this and site I might apologize. be from
3: big hummus so i'm not i'm gonna go to a more oh, or less yeah. biased
1: source sure what what, um, is, what is big hummus saying
3: Dietary fiber. This is, uh, this is, looks like a more neutral source. Dietary fiber. Was big
1: hummus, was there another one that said like zero calories or something insane or or? the most
2: healthy food? (laughs) It's, it's
3: top eight health benefits of hummus. So I don't think this is a particularly neutral source. This one that looks a little bit more neutral says that a tablespoon of hummus has one gram of dietary fiber, which is 3%. So if you, I think if you're eating a little, uh, like if a you half cup, 66
2: yeah. of those, you get 100 percent of your fiber. <laughs> yeah, okay.
3: That's usually how I consume uh, hummus. I have 66 tablespoons right. consecutively. I will <laughs> also
2: say that
1: I saw him go up to the snack counter and said, "Can I get some train hummus?" And they said, "We had we have hummus." And he said, "I want train hummus." Yeah,
2: specifically, <laughs> specifically train hummus. <laughs> Don't
1: give me the good
3: stuff. Also, can I have my own conductor hat? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: Allow me to drive this baby, too. <laughs> what do you say?
1: I <laughs> <laughs> mean, I was already saying "choo choo" as we were going. Yeah, of course, he he. Uh, there was a moment, uh, which you this you know that this is Nick, but uh, we were we were driving by uh, Mystic, Connecticut, hmm. and uh, home of Mystic Pizza, home of Mystic oh, Pizza. Okay. Yeah, and it was like a beautiful dockside, picturesque view of of the water and the houses on the water. And uh, Nick was looking at it and he closed his curtain shut. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Too much glare on the iPhone.
3: <laughs> what are your favorite food cities to visit as someone who's seen a lot of the country and a lot of the, some of the yeah. world?
2: Um, this place, New York.
3: Right? So good.
2: No. Um, <laughs> you know, I had some really good Kansas City barbecue the last time mm. I was there, oh and then boy. this time. When we got there, you know, we were pretty much confined to places that were by our hotels, but I did mm. find a, a place that had supposedly well rated barbecue, and I tried to get everyone to go, and the only person that would go with me was Ego. Um so Ego and I went and had lunch, and I was expecting like more of a sit-down place. Yeah. And it was a order at the counter got it, you know, kind of place, but it was still pretty good. Um I loved going to Franklin Barbecue in Austin, but it's so much of an ordeal. Um and that's But that's a pretty good food city. They have really good Mexican food there. This is just another
1: one of the examples of why your show is better than what we do. Is that we have to go into these cities and then eat at two restaurants that we don't necessarily want to. Because
3: you have to do. Yeah, yeah, right. We were in New York City with this amazing food city, and we had to. White Castle Castle. was our first meal. Was Uh, the first meal we had. I was
2: so fascinated with White Castle because of the Beastie Boys records, Mm. and. You know, they would always be talking about White Castle and taking a trip out to White Castle. I guess they were rapping about it more than talking about it. And um, I mean, what
3: is what is rapping other than talking with rhyme? It's like great
2: poetry in the cadence of the the immortal (laughs) bard. Yes, (laughs) Um, but uh, so the and I knew that they weren't west of what the Mississippi or something. But uh, there there aren't really. Any or yeah, maybe they kind grew, of you would know this more than I. They really are. Why, aren't why out is here? the Mississippi such a, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a demarcation point for? It's
3: the you Mississippi know, and the Rockies. And, yeah, yeah, right. The the, the the Rocky, you know, certain things don't go yeah. east of the or west of the Rockies. Same thing with that the. Seems Mississippi. Just now. It's Nowadays. like Hellman's
0: was
2: like, look at these Rockies. This is too hard. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Turn around, <it> boys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll start my own mayonnaise.
3: Call it Best Foods. <laughs>
2: But um, I was so much like, oh, man, I got to have White Castle at some point. I got to have White Castle. So then I moved to Milwaukee when I was 23 um, and uh, uh, then worked in Indiana. And um, the hotel that they were putting me up, I was doing a play in Indiana two plays and they put us all up at a hotel and it was right next to a white castle. And Mm, so the very first night I got to Indiana, I saw that we were next to a white castle. I was, and I said to some, someone in the play who was from that area, I was like, let's go to white castle. I've always wanted to go to white castle. And they kind of looked at me like, okay. (laughs) And it was so, it it was, it's not very good. Can I ask you what the plays were? Uh, Yeah, I did a Christmas review with, Called uh, Christmas Dreaming or something like that, mm, and then okay. I also did Aladdin, Ooh. where I was the genie. Wow! wow. But it was ninety three when the movie Aladdin had come out. So you were you? So it wasn't that version though. Oh. It was oh. the Robin like,
1: Williams one.
2: It wasn't the Robin Williams one. It was a just a you know. You I got to be I did, a
1: serious genie, basically. Or no, no, no. I was okay. the
2: comedic relief genie, and I remember um, I would always. Uh, there, there was a part in it where I think I pick up. It wasn't, couldn't be the princess. Cause Aladdin ends up with the princess, but I pick up one of the characters at the end and, and carry her off stage. And it, and it was meant to imply that, that we were getting together. Uh, the genie and her were getting together. And I would always, uh, maybe the
3: parrot, the Gilbert Godfrey character. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and I would always That's... say a different song lyric mm. to the, to the girl as I took her off stage. And I remember, uh, I said uh, I used the sticks Paradise Theater one. I was like, "Tonight's the night we'll make history, honey. You and I." And got a lot of complaints from the from the parents because wow. apparently, oh. like, I was implying that I was going to have sex with this woman. Oh yeah, that's yeah. not you can't yeah. do that. Can't. So that one was for kids, and then the 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 one for adults was the uh, like sort of Christmas. Review when I say a review is like a bunch of Christmas songs that the uh-huh. writer wrote a play around, you know, with characters and stuff. So when,
3: when you say a Christmas review for adults, it's making me think of the Bill and Ted thing they used to have at Universal.
2: Mm, yeah, Do you remember that? Yeah, the, yeah. The Bill and Ted annual, we used to, yeah, we did uh, yeah. parodies of that. Of course, at, at yeah, 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 every yeah, that's year. Right. yeah, yeah. It was, it was more ab- about, and I've done a few of these in my career. I did a Rogers and Hammerstein one up in Sonora, California, where they just took a bunch of random. Hamer uh, Rogers and Hammerstein songs put them in an order, and then had a writer write something that would make all that all of those make sense in mm. that order. You know what I mean? Which led to some like weird plot points in some of these things, but it was a lot like that.
3: It's like a jukebox musical, but with standards, kind of.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um. So so yeah, but I was I was doing that while trying to kind of save my relationship in Milwaukee the reason why I moved out there is to to live with uh, my girlfriend who in- invited me out and I took a, a three day train ride to get there and the, I got there on Halloween uh, the night of Halloween in November one. Um, she told me she wanted me to move out. <laughs> oh my <Wow>. God. <laughs> and so then I had to take this job in Indiana to make money Yeah. to, to, because all I had was the money to get there, right? And so I had to take this job in Indiana. So I was working in Indiana, and then would like kind of try to commute to Milwaukee, which is like a two-hour and fifteen-minute train ride, to try to uh, win her back, which didn't end up working. Speaking of cats, though, I w- I will say she was like one day she goes, "I think I'm, I think I'm thinking of getting a cat," and I was like, "Oh, I am so allergic to cats, please don't." And um, she got one the very next day. <laughs> oh, and I was well. like, "Okay, <laughs> this is over." <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Weiger, well, you're still going to you're, you're still gonna find that version of Aladdin where Iago and the genie get together at the yes. end. Yes. Oh, man. I would
2: love it. <laughs> I've had t- uh, uh, two people who have played Iago on my podcast. Oh, yeah? Gilbert Gottfried and Alan Tudyk. Both uh, both, oh, wow. both. on the show. Wow. I want to get everyone who ever played it on Broadway as well. It's <laughs>
1: Is Judic in the new one He's the new one, yeah, but I, I think... the new Iago.
2: But, but Iago is not really a character in that new one, from what oh, I understand. It. He's no. just like squawking. He oh. still gets sucked
1: into the lamp at the end. Oh, really? Yeah, which if you want to... I mean, Jafar and Iago are in the lamp at the end for thousands of years, so I'm sure something happens in that regard, right, Nick. Mm. Jafar,
2: jug good
1: <laughs> Is that a joke? I, I think so, yeah.
2: I can't tell.
1: No, I think it's a joke. Okay.
3: I feel. Par- I mean, I'm the authority on on,
1: on, on this podcast.
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, on- honestly, it was too good of a joke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Count it.
0: <laughs> Put it on the
1: scoreboard. Uh, Gilbert Garfield, great in that uh in in the uh, Iago the the new one doesn't t- he just squawks around? He just uh, squawks around. And Did Tuesday? you see great, the uh, but-
2: the uh, piece about the autistic kid um who learned how to sort of communicate with his parents via Iago? Oh no, it's an interesting oh. story. Uh. This parent, this dad and mom, presumably, because uh, it's, you know, Adam and Eve, um, not <laughs> sure. Adam and Steve. Um, <laughs> they they had an autistic child who wouldn't talk to them and then, um, but who was obsessed with Disney films and uh, would recite these Disney films as he was watching them. And they couldn't get him to talk to them. And then one day the dad saw that, you know, was looking around at the toys as he was putting the, the kid to bed. And found this Iago parrot, a puppet or toy, maybe it wasn't a puppet, and started speaking in Iago's, in Gilbert Gottfried's voice to his kid, saying, Hey, so what do you think about the movie? Or how are you feeling right now? And the kid answered like immediately because he felt like he was friends with Iago or something after having watched it. And so he learned how to talk to his kid just communicating with this Iago uh, toy. And it like, opened up a whole world for them uh, and, and a way to communicate. Um, and then there's a really great uh, uh, video of this where uh, Gilbert Gottfried comes up and meets the kid and wow. all that stuff. Yeah, it's very cool. I'm, I'm still trying to find it. song w- has seen it. He's nodding vehemently. <laughs> <laughs> That's that rules. <coughs> I'm still
1: trying and to and find it. He's a w- nodding? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the rules that you said, I was, I was gonna say. I was going to say, Still trying to find a way to to communicate with Nick. I, like uh, yeah. I got. Uh, what do
2: you have lying around? You have these Pixar paper towels yeah. here. <laughs>
0: you,
1: could, you could try uh, like you know doing the voice of Wario
2: for
0: Mario Kart. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm gonna win. <laughs> Nick starts <laughs> flapping to me. <laughs>
3: uh, what, what
2: does Wario sound like, and what does Luigi sound like? Try do both of them.
1: Uh, Luigi's
3: kind of without like a,
2: sounding racist. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, Luigi kind of is like a is like a.
2: Oh no, oh, he's scared all the time. Wow. He's like, has, pretty, that was pretty good. He's has he has Luigi's like, mansion, right?
3: Yeah, he's a yeah. little he's a little beta guy. Which is yeah. which is later. It's, it's he's a it, cuck. He's a fucking beta <laughs> cuck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no, Hillary didn't win. <laughs> Wario, he doesn't <laughs> kowtow to this PC culture. No, right? yeah, no.
3: <laughs> no, Wario's edgy. Wario's kind of like He's an edge lord. I'm a Wario.
1: He's like kind of that sort of Yeah yeah
3: yeah. yeah. I, you I'm won. a
1: Mario. Trumps are going to win.
0: <laughs> oh,
3: no, oh. no. But her emails. <laughs> oh, the popular vote. <laughs> Abolish the electoral college.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah,
3: you won more counties nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. I uh,
2: would play a video game that had those people saying those things. <laughs> the entire time. And just like, okay, Nintendo, Boy. weird choice, <laughs> yeah. but let's do it. <laughs> this is
3: a commentary on our political discourse. Nick and I play the the video games of a Luigi being afraid of his haunted house still. <laughs> yeah, Luigi's, yeah, Lu- I, Luigi's Mansion 3 coming out soon.
2: Why do they excited. make him such a coward? I'd be afraid of the haunted house. You obviously would. I am very afraid of the haunted house. Why is he got to talk like that? Like, oh, my entire life, I'm a yellow-bellied coward.
1: <laughs> it's also a, a, a particularly weird That he grew, he became the haunted, why did he become the haunted house guy? Was his voice
2: first or was the haunted house first?
3: I think him being like kind of a coward slash, you know, was first and then the, and then Luigi's Mansion came out as a a way to do a solo game based around Luigi. Like,
2: okay, this guy's a fucking coward. (laughs) What could a game, what kind of game Uh, could a coward start?
0: Interesting.
3: <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I mean, because they did. They tried to do Mario is missing with just Luigi earlier, and that one didn't really work. But it was also that was kind of edutainment.
1: Um, Luigi's Mansion was purely for 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 fun. So if Wario's pro Trump and and Luigi's a cuck, uh huh, what is what is Wa Luigi is my question to you? Uh, he's he's on the, he's part of the Yang Gang. <laughs> he's part of the. Oh,
3: he's, the gang. he's a Bernie bro. He's a Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Actually Bernie is doing really well in the polls. <laughs> <laughs> and Mario is a never Trump Republican. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. He just wants to find a princess and enjoy his white privilege,
3: <laughs> always sharing David Brooks' columns. <laughs> and uh, Princess Peach supports Elizabeth Warren. Thank you. Very wow. much. Thank, you. Wow. Thank you, Princess Peach. Thank you.
1: And Toad Toad doesn't vote toad doesn't make it out to the polls no he's not registered yeah
2: toad's an andrew yang guy
1: <laughs> so i said waluigi is a part of the yang gang no uh, oh, i'm sorry you no, said it's Yang okay. Gang. no he we went, he became he became a bernie bro oh, he became Liger. a
3: bernie bro oh, oh yeah. yeah okay jesus i'm
1: sorry i forgot what direction we went
3: i'm sorry about i interrupted
2: you when you said yang gang because yeah. i didn't know what it was
1: that's okay
3: and you know who, i well,
2: couldn't
1: remember yang's first name
2: do you know, you know who wrong.
1: king koopa is a liberal A rotten liberal. (laughs) Yeah.
3: One of the (laughs) libtards. You went with King Koopa there instead of Bowser. Oh, yeah. Bowser. Sorry. That's okay.
1: Just kind of like throwing it back. I'm going to get screamed at later Mm. (laughs) over this mistake. Is Is
2: King Koopa part of the uh, Mario-verse?
3: Yeah, he is, it's okay. it's like, it's kind of the, he used to be, he's Bowser King Koopa. It's kind of, that's oh, kind of his title mm-hmm. versus his, you know. Oh, I see. Oh, formal, okay. informal name. It's the same thing with, with Peach. It was, she was Princess Toadstool and and then she's Peach and then now she's kind of Princess Peach is what she's called. Oh, I but, see. It answers to Princess all these names. Princess Peach Toadstool?
2: She was Princess Toadstool. She
3: was Princess Toadstool originally. Mm. I yeah. think now she just kind of called Princess Peach. I don't know if Toadstool is canonically her last name. Mm, interesting. Look, there's to, no to
2: tie it back
1: to the minions. The, the minion, the illumination is making the new Mario movie. Very oh, they exciting.
3: Are? Yep. Yeah. That's
2: cool. Mm hmm.
1: Nick is you're semi excited about it, right? I hope they do a
3: good job. I I feel confident that they will. And then that Mario ride is going to be pretty hopefully what Mario be pretty ride? Cool. They're doing a Mario ride at the uh, Universal. They're doing a whole Nintendo doing a Nintendo. Oh Land. wow. You mm-hmm. know when
2: I was in Tokyo, they have uh and maybe you've seen this Nick, I'm sure you have. You can uh drive scooters around and yes. dress as Mario. Yeah. Yeah. They they're um they're they're I think they're
1: they are truly knocking down studios. To build Nintendo Land at Universal, isn't that right? Really? Oh, they're knocking down stages.
3: Stages, they should.
2: Yeah, I think they're. They're They're so expensive. We we filmed. By the way, to bring it back to between two friends, the movie. We filmed a scene there. Wow! So, Universal fans, we filmed one scene at Universal. Wow! So,
3: hey, there you go. See if you can name. See if you can guess what
2: is. Is it the Psycho House? (laughs) Yeah, we filmed at the Psycho. (laughs) Norman Bates is there. (laughs) Kills Zach in the shower. (laughs) 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 We'll we'll be right back with more Doughboys.
3: Houston, we have a podcast? The Doughboys will be live at the Houston House of Blues on Saturday, November 23rd. See me, Mitch, and our special guest, Eat Shit, live on stage. For tickets and info, head to headgum.com slash
1: live. Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years? Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic, I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym. Yeah. For your mind, you That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to
3: set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime. For no additional charge. Wise,
1: get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelphelp.com slash Doughboys. Welcome
3: back to Doughboys. We're here with Scott Ackerman discussing your former workplace, Marie Calendars.
2: That's right. I worked at Marie Calendars. Starting in September of 1988, the Marie Calendars in Whittier, California, wow. on La Boulevard, which you asked me to uh, if if we wanted to do Marie Calendars after I asked you if I could be on the show, and um, I found out last week that it just closed down. That location, closed. that location just closed last week. So that yeah.
3: just last week.
2: Yeah, and there was a oh Burbank one that we were. Trying to
1: do tonight. Do you know the, the, the Burbank one near, uh, you know, when you're coming up past, right near Warner Brothers, kind mm-hmm. of? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, and that, too, That's is close. close. The one
2: by my old place in Toluca Lake also closed. The yep. one on Whittier closed. That's the one that I thought we were going to go to. I was yes. like, oh, we'll just go to Whittier, because it's a really nice one closed i so. think
1: marie calendars is is uh is
3: having some tough times it's, right now. it's down to 28 locations and it used to have more yeah and it's uh it was it was opened the first location opened in orange county where you're from scott uh sure. the city of orange in 1964 and it was founded by don mm. calendar who is
1: marie's son
3: city so, of orange you say yeah Dead sounds d- delicious
1: to me
2: <laughs> the city part <laughs> or the orange part <laughs> Oh,
1: sorry the orange part <laughs> oh
2: okay got it <laughs> you a
3: citrus
1: guy mitch I like citrus. You know, you think I don't like citrus? No, I don't. Uh, you seem more like a vitamin C tablet oh. kind of guy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, I like to get.
1: Uh, I, I like citrus. I you, like where, do you, where do you,
3: What's your favorite? Is orange your favorite? You uh, like? I sounded like lemons. I was lying
1: when I said I like orange. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I like oranges, and I I like. Uh, I'm a big lime. F- I'm a. Oh big yeah, lime I fan. like oh, Lime's you're lime a head.
2: I'm a lime head. but you won't eat a lime just alone. Will oh, you? I'll prove you wrong right now. Okay. Uh oh <laughs> Starts tugging at his collar, jumps out the window into I mean, a lime bush. <laughs> yeah, and picks it, eats it right in front of me. <laughs> oh, there you go. I. uh You're dressed like a lime. Right <laughs> you got, got a green shirt. I, I look uh, a lime that would be too big at the grocery store. Mm. You would. <laughs> I'd like sort of feel you and go. Eh, I don't know. I'm going to put that one back. <laughs>
1: I uh I, I I love I love some lime squeezing in my drink. I'm a big lime fan. That's of, a lot of fun. Into my pho. Yeah, pho. Yeah, you got it. I that. told you that's the bar. Love fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh some lime in my pho. I yes, l- I yeah. like the flavor of lime. I don't like artificial lime. I don't like when it's like a kind of that fake powdery lime that you'll sure. get in some, uh, in some yeah meals. that's
3: no good I want a, I want a real lime give me an actual lime wedge but it mm-hmm. does it will liven up some and you know what I'll we'll do first thing in the morning I'll have a little uh, some water with, uh, with lemon in it really that's, you'll that's
2: put, fun. we're talking about limes though but yeah, but, um, I don't know why I brought up lemon I yeah. think it's
3: adjacent <laughs> a, lemon hyphen lime it's often used
2: together <laughs> I, I like a nice salad with lime occasionally, oh, like sure. the sweet green Thai salad with... Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that has that a nice lime squeeze in, in it. it. You know what else had a
3: lime? Uh, the The... The tortilla chips we got today with our appetizer, uh, there's a little, yeah, so there. a little lime wedge there. Yeah. And I wasn't quite sure what you were supposed to do with that lime. I guess squeeze it over the chips. We which should have. I've never do. tried it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, i mean, I've, I've, I've encountered that before in places where you'll get that with some salsa, and I think, I think the move is to squeeze them over yeah. the chips. Just but give them it said a little you, bit of, you
2: threw it at our server. Yeah.
3: So <laughs> strange. You said,
2: "Get this fucking lime away from me!" Because <laughs> it was a wedge, It's shaped like
3: a boomerang, it flew right back at yeah. me. <laughs> you Shot me right in the eye. nose. Yeah.
0: Huh? <laughs> Uh, Scott um, when you work
3: there you, and yeah. you told us the story before but I think I, I I think it's been long enough where you can rehash it you were sure. terminated in a, a I was terminated. In, yes. It was my
2: first restaurant job my friend Frank Martinez got me the job it was 35 minutes away from my house. Wow. Longer longer on Sunday mornings if I got stuck at the train tracks which somehow Had a train going through and then going back and then forward a little bit, then back a little bit, then forward, like for 20 minutes. Wow. It sounds like the conductor Um, was messing with you. It sounds like it, and I don't know why they do this, but it (laughs) happened to me all the time where if I didn't make it by a certain point, I would get stuck behind that train. But um, I was was a a waiter for a bit. Uh, Sorry, no, I was a host for the first three months, and then I was a waiter, and it was one of the most fun jobs I've ever had. Yeah. I was coming from Disney. So Disneyland. what did you like?
3: Would you like better, being a host there or being a host now?
0: <laughs>
2: I do the exact same thing. When, yeah. <laughs> anytime my guests come in, I look at this and say, party of four for a booth. <laughs> um I so I it was so fun. And I, I was working there with my friend Frank and my two uh, I, I got to know them. Uh, they were both named Kathy. Uh, and the four of us were, were really, really good friends, but then every other waiter there was really cool to the point where like we were always hanging out with each other right. every night, you know, and, um, it was so fun. And then, uh, we also, none of the managers took it too seriously. They would shut down the, the, the place at closing time and we would all just hang out in the bar and the, and the drinks would all be free um at one point oh, yeah. i think i maybe told you this one of the managers like just put porno on the big screen projector tv in right. one night which i think was probably not a cool thing to do in retrospect <laughs> um but we would stay there till four in the morning and and i dated like some some of the girls there and it was it was the most fun job i've ever had by the way are you guys cool that i put on porno before we started the? <laughs> yeah no it's right broadcast. behind you it's it's
1: <laughs> it's homemade wally Norma porno yeah. for those who are wondering <laughs>
2: It's also minion porn. <laughs> it's very. Uh, it's I never kinda, knew their holes were right there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's going um, to split screen, something for each of us. <laughs> if you have a request, we can put that on.
2: <laughs> so about a year after I started, um, oh, they would they would also encourage us to take all the leftover food home all the time. Oh, so man. I was oh, coming cool. home with giant cakes and pies wow. every day. My parents loved it. They love Marie Callender's. Um, this is this is similar to
1: when I worked at the Simpsons and I would bring back all of the the birthday boys all there like I would bring them pies and right. and cakes and things like that right
2: because you had every everyone got two meals right uh, yes everyone got, everyone got
1: multiple multiple meals yeah
2: because Fox is just paying for all of it yeah and yeah and then they got in,
1: in trouble because they were right. ordering like seven meals per person right. a day <laughs> right Right.
2: <laughs> so as opposed to Comedy Bang Bang where I believe at a certain point there was a fifteen dollar limit put on <laughs> yeah or was it fifteen or twelve.
3: I, I don't remember the explicit dollar limit but I just was glad that they were there was the food was paid for because I've had other jobs where it's just like you're not getting anything
2: well paid yeah, for, yeah i I've worked those jobs too so it was always very confusing to me not i was happy about it but when I got to bang bang and absolutely who produced it you know we were discussing the budget at one point and why we couldn't do something and he's like well your staff has to eat don't they and I was like Do they? I've I've paid for my own lunch at every job I've ever had. Uh, It's like not a union thing. Yeah, But it was cool. It's a nice morale perk. It's a nice, it is, yeah. Um, So a year into it, suddenly those managers all got replaced by, like, more hard asses. Oh, boy. And there was a woman, I think her Mm. name was Lindsay. She was the manager. Um, She was real strict and and really by the book. But at the same time, she was going into the bar and getting super drunk every night, and she, like, had an obsession and infatuation with one of the barflies there, this, like older when I say older probably younger than I am now but like at the time he was like you know 45 and looked ancient to me and just like drank every single night but she loved the guy and I guess the guy she told him how she felt one night and the guy was like I don't feel that way so when we went into the bar she's sitting there at the bar crying she's just drunk and crying and she's wearing all yellow she's wearing a yellow sweatshirt and yellow sweats and she has opinions yeah (laughs) And she has black <laughs> mascara running down her face. And one of the waiters, one of my friends, passed by and just said to me, who bruised the banana? <laughs> and it was the funniest thing I'd ever oh, that's heard. pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I loved it. <laughs> and and she was also a villain. It's bil- the 31th, 31st, anniversary, 31th, 31st anniversary of that joke, and I'm still laughing about it. <laughs> she but was a, a villain in many ways, right? She was a villain. and she, And so what... She did. She didn't like me for whatever reason because I, I was the old guard and we didn't take yes. the job all that seriously. Was, was she also like uh uh only soft core porn while I'm here?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Loving for
2: women porn <laughs> involving stepsisters.
0: <laughs> um,
2: so uh one night we were we were all drinking. They still, even though she was by the book, still the whole bar shut down. And we all drank for free. (laughs) Like, you know, so she wasn't that by the book. But one night we were talking and I mentioned my graduation. And she was like, oh, when did you graduate? I was like, oh, 1988. And she suddenly got a look in her eye. And I went, oh, is she actually going to bust me for this? When every single one of the waiters is underage and constantly drinking here. And she went away i think she just found her opening to get rid of me oh, she wow. went over fired Ooh. the bartender fired me wow and uh the well first the bartender came over <laughs> really showily and said i had no idea you were underage took my drink and threw it in the in the sink you know like <laughs> yeah right. trying to save his job but she fired him too and i remember he called me up and was like fuck her i don't even care i'm gonna get another job but i felt so bad that i you know got yeah, this guy that's fired rough. Um, Did they at least let you finish jacking off to the porno before you left? (laughs) (laughs) That was the ultimate indignity. I drove home with a boner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that job was done, and it ruined me for all other jobs because it was the most fun waiter job. And then um, I worked at Baker Square for a bit.
3: Which is a very similar restaurant. can Can I
2: be honest with you? Yeah. That sounds like more fun than I maybe ever
1: had in my life. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was great. I mean, we were all like dating and drinking and hooking up and staying out till four, four in the morning. I mean, what job have you ever not wanted to just get the fuck out of there yeah, afterwards? I know. That rules. We were all friends, and it was it was great. And then um, I worked at Baker Square, and um, at the end of the night, I was like all right, well, which pies should I take home? And they're like, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. And I was like, well, these are all leftover pies. What are you going to do with them? And they're like, we throw them away and we lock the dumpster. And I said, why? And it's because if if you were to give them away or an employee takes them home and gets sick, they could sue. Yes. And I was just like, come on, yeah, what is going on? Sucks. But I, I assumed all all waiting tables jobs were like that. And then... You know, in in the others that I worked at, Olive Garden and and Chin Chin and other ones, they're they're all way more corporate than that, right?
3: God, what a that that's such a bummer to like have that yeah. be your first job, and then everything else. Is yeah, just,
1: how can you re- throw pies in a? What a waste! <sighs> you throw them in a in a in a in a dumpster and then lock the dumpster. Yeah. yeah,
2: and that's also why when you go to one of these places and they're like, "Oh, we're out of that pie," it's because they're predicting how many pies they should make mm. instead of just like. Making enough that they'll sell right. and then giving away the rest or whatever. They don't want to have to waste all that food. Yeah, Th- that's my Ocean's Eleven is uh, breaking <laughs> the pies that
1: <laughs>
2: Breaking the pies out of the dumpster. <laughs> I assumed it was <laughs> going into the dumpster and getting them and not yeah. like br- getting them before they go in the dumpster. <laughs> I want to get in that dumpster.
3: <laughs> you could get you could get yourself a dumpster costume. <laughs> Just have them put in, right, in your
1: mouth, <laughs> eat all the pies, including the tin.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, as you guys are all partying and having fun inside, I'm done di- jumping into the dumpster <laughs> trying to get the
2: <laughs> But um, that um, Marie Callender's was uh, a real staple growing up for us because my yes. parents loved it. Yeah, it was, and for they me still too. love it. And they still, whenever I go down, they live in Orange um, currently. And anytime I go down, and we'll have like a, hey, do you want to get dinner? It's always Marie Calendars, right? Because they they sit there like craving it, I think. And they they love the pot pie there. Uh, and, and the pie, and you know they they've just loved it for years and years and years. It
3: is it is a big place, and I will say that that when I w- used to go there in the 80s and 90s, and I I also loved Marie Calendars. My whole family loved it. I loved it to the point where multiple birthdays I went to Marie Calendars because really? they had my favorite. Menu item there. What um, was that? It was their lasagna, which they don't have anymore. But you were recount-
2: so bummed when we we went right before the show. I was
3: really hoping to have that little uh, little bite of a memory, have that that nostalgia lasagna. But it just and wasn't I think, present.
2: I think for a second I was like, oh, you could probably order it, and they'll make it for you. And then I realized they're not going to bake a
0: whole lasagna <laughs> for you. <laughs>
2: Ah, uh, here comes Wiger's
1: way less cool Marie Calendar story. I don't that have somehow any cool Somehow, still involves porno. I am <laughs> Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> I was a chi- I was a child, and I liked it as a kid. And my, my family would go there a lot. We also went to Baker's Square, a competing chain. Both these places just kind of are like kind of yeah. pseudo diners, upscale diners with Coco's. a bunch of American favorites. One Coco's is another oh, one, yes. which we reviewed before. Uh, and
1: Coco's has seen better days. I yeah, think. And, really. Yeah. Coco's
2: and, had my saddest story in high school. What was that? Please. So I'm. <laughs> 15 or 16, right? I'm 16, I think. And I have a best friend now. Yeah. I'm 16 years old. Oh boy. (laughs) Um, uh, So I go there uh, with my friends to meet these two. Uh, My friend is, is, is about to start seeing this uh, girl and uh, she works there as a hostess along with her best friend. Mm -hmm. Right. And we go and just because my friend wants to see his girlfriend or maybe he's about to start seeing her or whatever. And um, so we go and have a nice meal. And and this, this other girl who my friend is not seeing is a friend of mine. And I've sat next to her in classes a lot. And we're just really good friends, have never thought about that at all. Um, and as we're leaving, the girl who likes my friend calls my friend over and says, hey, um, I'll just pick a different name. Hey, Kathy really likes your friend. And my friend came back to the car and was like, oh, she, this girl, like Kathy really likes you. Uh-huh. Um, My girlfriend just told me that. And it sent me reeling into a year long, like infatuation with this girl that I saw every day in very, in two different classes. I think I sat next to her mm. and I'd never really thought about her that way, Um, but she was really pretty and really cool. And I suddenly just had this crush for a year. Sure. And then I found out at the end of the year that, I was not the friend (laughs) that she was referring to. It was my, it was our other mutual friend. Who's the football player. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) And like, we got clarification at the end (laughs) of the year after nine months of me sitting there pining, going like, if she likes me so much, why isn't she making a move? (laughs) Oh man! Um, So that was Coco's. Was it Kathy from the comic strip? Kathy? Yeah, it was. And uh, (laughs) she was crying when she couldn't get the football player and (laughs) was shooting out the sides of her face. And she said, ack, (laughs) <laughs> the The
3: football player that was probably Irving, that was probably yeah, of course, yeah
2: <laughs> now you were they bummed together, about, you were bummed about the lasagna, and I and you said you liked it as a kid, and I had to make sure you didn't say kitten <laughs> so, yes because right. because I wanted to make sure you weren't Garfield
3: no, I'm not garfield <laughs> it was I mean it was a fair yeah, it was a fair it's,
2: it's a reasonable concern, question. yeah, it
3: was a good thing to ask. <laughs> But no, I'm not Garfield. Although I did, uh, I did think I related to him as a kid because I we both love lasagna. And uh that was you one seem like, reason. you
1: like Mondays, though. What? Favorite day of the week? Boy, that's a good question.
3: I think my it? favorite day I think is it maybe is
1: Monday.
2: I think my all the fun's about to start.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite day might be Thursday.
2: Really? Huh, yeah. Why is that? Because you can drink your bottle of wine <laughs> on Thursday and show up shitfaced on Friday and it doesn't d- detract from your work that much.
3: I think the I think that I that I have Thursday I'm like, "Oh, the bulk of the week is passed. Mm. I am anticipating the weekend." But then sometimes when I get to the weekend, I just have kind of like either have something to do yeah. or I have the uh, like, I'm to the anticipation of the coming week is kind of, and but I feel like Thursday, I'm anticipating, like, oh, I'm going to have a respite from everything. I, I think that that's my, and then key. you don't, and you and then feel, I don't, terrible. And I feel terrible, and it feel terrible. But then until also, until Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. But it also reminds me of uh, Must See TV, which I really enjoyed when I was young.
2: Oh, younger. yeah. I wish it still was around. And you know why? All the good shows were on Thursdays is because uh, all the movie studios wanted to advertise on Thursdays because oh. the, the oh. movies came out on Fridays. Wow, how about that? I didn't think of that. And so the most expensive commercials were on Thursdays.
3: Hey, you know, now we're kind of the equivalent of Must See TV. We come out on Thursdays. You're yes. here to promote your movie coming out on Friday. That's right. <laughs> huh. 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 <laughs> Well, that's the end of the episode. <laughs>
2: Goodbye, everyone. Forever. So, <laughs> <laughs> so just God. blew his head off. Oh, my God. I thought this was what you wanted. <laughs> if you blew your head off,
1: there's no doubt Weiger would pick up the gun and also blow his head off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Inexplicably.
2: We don't know why he did it, but I'll be right behind you, buddy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you gets gets back here. We're all dead. He's got three slurpees for
2: our segment.
1: <laughs> I'll say it wouldn't be that surprised. We'd leave enough for him that he has to do it
2: too. Yeah. <laughs> I will say about unrequited love, yeah. there is a Marie Callender's related one, oh, which really? is one of, I, I told you about my friend Frank. We were friends with two girls. Um, and one of them I developed another year long crush on. Mm. Um, not due to anyone saying that she was interested in me. In fact, I was pretty sure <laughs> that she wasn't, but we right. were really good friends. And we went to Las Vegas together once. And my friend Frank was um, trying to encourage me to make a move because I think we were going to stay in, you know, one bed together, you Mm. know, Uh, but just his friends. And he was like, just make a move, you know. I was like, she doesn't want me to make a move. And he's like, I mean, you can always just say like, hey, what if we cuddled, you know. And I was just like, (laughs) all right. And then I didn't do anything. We just had fun, you know. And when I got back. Uh, my friend Frank was saying, like, oh, yeah, she told me she hoped you didn't make a move uh, before you guys left. I was like, why <laughs> did you tell
0: me that? I went there with
2: <laughs> your suggestion to cuddle with her. That is
1: a terrifying part of of teenhood is mm. the yeah. pressure. And even still, I feel that I, through my 20s, I felt that like at weddings where people would be like, go dance with her. You,
2: like, she yeah. needs you, you. Yeah. And I'm
1: like, I don't want to. Don't tell me to do this thing. It's right. it's that's never it's never a fun thing. Well, so
2: much so that I I once um at a New Year's Eve party when I was 20, um I was at a New Year's Eve party and the uh, this this girl that I thought was so hot that I just never talked to um came up and started talking to me at 11:55 and I was like being polite to her and I'm right. in my head going like
0: this dumb girl doesn't
2: know that at midnight you're supposed to kiss people. <laughs> and I was like trying to kind of like give her outs of like, yes, all right. right, get out of here, you know? And then at like 11 59 and 50 seconds, she's like, so are you going to kiss me at midnight? I was like,
0: Oh, she wanted
2: to talk to me, but the whole time I'm assuming, you know, for yes, her right. sake, you know, please get away.
3: So uh Marie Calendar is also known for its frozen meals, which was also a go-to for me. Frozen lasagna, oh, yeah. frozen pot pies. Yeah. Um and we today, the Popeyes we, especially. Pot yeah. pies are, yeah. The Popeyes are, are great at, uh, Are you saying pot
1: pies or Popeyes? Popeyes. Mm. So the Popeyes, pies. chicken sandwich. The Popeyes chicken sandwich We're they have, about there, that, yeah. right?
3: They have Marie <laughs> Calendars as a frozen version. They've had it, it for years. It, it, a
1: very bad they made a bad move to,
2: a bad marketing move today.
3: Uh this was yes, as of this recording yeah, they bring just,
1: your
2: own bun. Bring your own yeah, bun. Yeah, I do everywhere I go. It's what I sit on <laughs> 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 why well, you
3: just clap back uh, so this we went to the Sherman Oaks location um, I go uh, beverages we ordered and apps while we were waiting for Mitch to arrive I got a I got myself a peach lemonade, which was punishingly sweet. It was yeah.
0: super
2: duper
3: sweet. I, I, I uh, Your lovely wife, up was there, and we, we mentioned it. By the way,
2: thank you for inviting her. I thought that was very fun. I had a lot of fun. We oh, both we had, had a lot of fun talking to you guys. We're glad she was movie. there. Yes, up yeah. rules.
3: What, yeah. a, what, a, what a fun foursome. Um, and I had a mm. little... <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: we're a twosome. I don't know what you guys are.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the golf sense. Like, we're hitting the links. Sure. And so I had a... <laughs> turkey
0: link. <laughs> <laughs> we had no turkey links.
2: <laughs>
3: The peach—it it tasted like I—I I, I cool up had a sip and really reacted to its how sweet yeah. it was, and I—I I made me, it tasted. She said it tasted like candy, and I was like, yeah, it's like a melted Jolly Rancher. That's kind of yeah. what it tasted mm. like. It was way, way too sweet. Um, Mitch, you got yourself when you arrived. You got yourself a an iced tea lemonade. That's right, Arnold
2: Palmer or Nick Weiger. A Nick Weiger, color. yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, how was Ronald it? Arnold Palmer is too hard to say. I like calling it a Nick Weiger. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was good. It was fine. There, there was it was no like stand out in that the. Lemonade wasn't particularly good, and the iced tea wasn't particularly great, so it just was kind of like a. And you could I couldn't really t- like taste the two sides of it. It was just felt right. like a
2: one sweet drink that was fine.
1: Mm, yeah, and got Scott- the
2: iced tea was okay. I just got the iced tea and it was fine. Maybe yeah. it was ruined for you by having that sweet.
1: Yeah. I think maybe the, maybe the lemonade was just not that great. I, I wish I, I wish I could single it out and see what it tasted. Like. Did
3: you taste my peach lemonade? I did not. I don't know. think you would have liked it. I think it would have been mm. too sweet for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we, but you get the cornbread as a free as a as a free app with certain or certain as, meals. If you have meals. a
2: sandwich, you do not get it you because get you're it. already having enough bread,
3: right? But if you get with the entrees, and let me tell you, they're cornbread. are bread, they to
2: judge the amount of bread I <laughs> may or <laughs> exactly. may or
3: have? I think that that like with California Pizza Kitchen used to give you a basket of bread by default. I think mm-hmm. they used to just give you cornbread there. I could be wrong. I could be mistaken. I, Remembering it.
2: I think when I worked there in nineteen eighty eight that it was it was by item. Oh it's still by like, item. But if someone then, okay. was to say well, that was one of the things why, you know, the, the woman who was strict and why I got fired is if someone was to say, hey, could I get some cornbread? We would just automatically bring it. But right. Yeah. She was she would always check our tickets saying like they didn't order such and such. You need to make them pay for the. Wow. Cornbread. Oh, that's rough. And I was just like, come on.
3: um But the, that cornbread, it comes out piping hot, like really hot. Yeah. Mm. And then you they get keep
2: like, it in like a drawer. Yes. uh. uh that that is heated. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So G- when they they make it in the oven, then they keep it in a heated drawer. And they they make it get, fresh gotta, there, right? They, yeah, they, they, they
3: make,
1: make it, it in, fresh there. Yeah. yeah. I could get that drawer for the for my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> they, sunk and sleep in it. <laughs>
2: They make the pies fresh there as well. Yes, um, because I would get there early in the morning sometimes, and or late at night. The managers would be like mixing the the dough. That's cool. uh, in the back, um, and that was part of their jobs. And I would always look at them, going like, "Oh, I don't want to be a manager if you gotta like sit back here mixing <laughs> dough." <all night." laughs>
3: um, you get like this hut, this this little whipped spread that I think has a honey little touch of honey to it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah a like butter. a honey whip, and and I actually love that that br- that spread and that cornbread. I too. love
2: a
1: whipped butter. A lot of Fun. Do you remember this like old book, The Night Kitchen, or something? A little boy who like uh, you li- had me a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he breaks it like he gets he bakes it like there's a bunch of bakers. And he, he breaks gets ba- or he bakes. What does he, he do? He gets baked into a pie or something. He's a little naked boy. <laughs> it's a little naked boy. Do you not remember a this? naked little boy who gets baked into a?
3: Uh, pie? Is this a
2: picture book that someone sent you on the internet? It, it is.
3: <laughs> was this like a like a like an adult? F- like family friend like gave you this book and was like, "What do you think of this?" <laughs> Wait, Trying to hey. get your trust.
0: <laughs> when, what
1: would a situation like this? How would that make you feel? <laughs> we should read it together sometime. I guess no one remembers this book. No, I don't no. know. I mean, I'm not doing a good job describing it. Wait, I think you've it?
2: done an exceptional <laughs> job describing it. I'd rather not hear any more about. It. Uh, if you
3: guys know what the fuck Mitch is talking about, hashtag uh, nude boy pie book. <laughs>
2: Let us know.
1: Please <laughs> anyway. just love send love love it to Mitch. Yeah. I don't want to be involved. <laughs> Are we sure there's not already a hashtag of new boy pie book? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right.
2: Yeah. Someone. Someone will figure out this mystery.
1: Um.
3: So we got the we got it as apps. We do. You, you guys like the cornbread with that that honey whip? Yeah. Love
2: the cornbread. That's. I mean, that's something. It's like Olive Garden breadsticks. Yeah. It's mm. a signature thing for Olive or uh, for Marie Callender's and. Um, you know the menu has changed in the thirty years uh, since I worked there. Uh, a lot of the signature classics are the same, but they right. have several new items uh, that I'd never seen before. But that cornbread is a constant, and they just they can't fuck it up. That's why people go.
1: Yeah, it's 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 great. You like that, Mitch? Uh, I, th- before I get into the rest of the meal, I mean, look, a highlight of the meal before we got to the after meal, the
2: dessert. The dessert was We're also. We're going
1: straight to dessert. No, I'm just saying that I did. I want to say like, as far as my main course went. Yes, Marie that Calendars. Was a highlight. Marie
2: Calendars is known for, I would say, primarily pies. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's. They're a pie shop that kind of moved outward into restauranting.
3: We would get pies just like to take home yeah. for like holidays and
0: stuff. I with like the, the st- Marie
2: Calendars that I live by in Toluca Lake. On Thanksgiving, uh, you would see a line around it. Wow! Uh, for the pies, also right before Christmas, uh, they had a window, a drive-up window, just for the pies. Yeah, um, it's primarily a pie shop, but the cornbread is number two. That's the the second thing that that anytime. Um, and by the way, we got there at six p.m. And we drove up and all we could see were like a, a line of of elderly people in walkers oh, arriving yeah. at Marie Calendars. I mean six PM is like even a little late for them. But we were, it, we, was definitely, that today?
3: Yeah. That was today, yeah. We it's were the youngest people in the restaurant for most of the time until by a family until a family showed up and seated at the booth. Does the the, from the, from the one us, we family. went
1: to today does it have a drive by win- uh drive through window? I don't think oh. so.
2: See, it wasn't a drive through window. It was it was it was more of a window that they had so much pie business during the holidays. It was like, oh, just come to the window and yeah. don't come into the restaurant. All right.
3: Uh, um, so we had, so so yeah, so we were there. There you're a lot of seniors there. What is that noise?
2: I hear that too. I thought it was music. It's AC. Oh, it's the AC oh, okay. going. A yeah. I AC. thought it was like suddenly there was underscoring. So we got there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're being played off. <laughs> I was worried maybe a ghost train was going to come sailing through. <laughs> Jesus, don't scare me like that. So the the apps we got. Oh wait, a ghost train? Yeah, like the tracks used to come <laughs> like through in Ghostbusters here. Ghostbusters
2: two, basically.
3: Ghostbusters two. I mean, I was thinking of amazing stories. Does that
2: Ghost train give Dan Aykroyd a blowjob
0: in <laughs> Ghostbusters two. <2? laughs>
2: <laughs> choo ju <laughs> <choo, laughs> go. <laughs> His eyes cross. <laughs> the first time it was just a ghost woman. <laughs> now a whole train. <laughs>
3: it's got the face of Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> <laughs> So the so we got the uh, the the apps we got the fresh avocado and shrimp stack which we looked at and I was I thought it it seemed a little suspect but I figured we should try it in the interest of science and we also got the loaded science! tots. um uh, yeah. <laughs> we got the so the fresh avocado and shrimp stack has avocado pico de gallo chipotle ranch dressing and cajun grilled shrimp on top. Thankfully the shrimp aren't raw. Uh, they're kind of just just piled on top. There's four of them which worked out fine for our party size and then you get tortilla chips on the side and then the tots are they're tater tots.
2: They were loaded tots. Is there's, what they described. Yes. Yes.
3: And they're, they've got. They're supposed to be topped with poblano cheese sauce, but it more seemed like they were sitting in a pool of poblano cheese sauce. It was a sauce. soupy
2: mess down at the bottom of the. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. And then they had parsley and bacon, and then the bacon was not very not chopped all that well, so there was a whole long, a whole piece yeah. of bacon on top
2: of long, long crispy strips uh, akin to like tortilla strips, yeah. more yeah. than
1: actual. Diced um, up bacon. It was not. Yeah, did not look great.
3: I did. I didn't love either of these apps. I will say the texture of the the, the tots. I, they had a good fry to them, but the
2: sauce was just very strange. And when, you, when I hear loaded tots, yeah, mm-hmm. I want these motherfuckers to have all the fixings on top. Right. And I want them just swimming like a nacho, like a nacho. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the instead, it was sour just cream. waiting in a in a like you know one inch pool of nothing. Yes. There. Yeah. It was like a wet.
1: pool. It was not. It did not look great. And was, you were
2: saying you were saying this cheese tastes like pussy, and you were like, and I was like, Mitch, does, is that good? Is that bad? It tastes like and pussy, but it looks like cum. <laughs> and we were like, this is a real mixed message for us. We can't tell if you like it. You I turned said, to the I old I lady said,
3: behind us and you told <laughs> her, to "Doesn't her? this look yeah. like cum?" You
2: flagged down the waitress, <laughs> and she said, "Is this a complaint, sir?" And you just popped one in your mouth. <laughs> I said that it tasted like
1: batteries. Yes. To be clear, it <laughs> had a which, weird taste to it. To which Scott, <laughs> I mean, then Scott said that I said it tasted like pussy, <laughs> which it, I, it tasted like it tasted like batteries. Yeah, it which was... if uh, you know, who knows that could be uh, you know there could be someone who tastes like batteries, but it, but uh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It like was just yeah, like
1: a fucking robot lady. Small the small wonder that's inappropriate. Oh, I just boy. realized. Okay,
0: Epstein. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, is the robot part of it offensive or the young part of it? Because she's presumably a millennia old. <laughs> Yeah, the, it,
3: it tasted a little battery like. Yeah, the, I don't think yeah. the flavor was very good. I think that the, the, the tr- I would have rather had plain tots with like some ranch or some ketchup to dip in.
2: And what about like sour cream on the Yeah, so sour sour, howl- it, bacon,
3: it needed sour. It needed sour. It cream, needed yeah. more elements, uh, not just yeah. that that bad uh mm-hmm. sauce and then the
1: bacon and the parsley. Uh, Mike, are the, you a the, Cajun guy? Are you are you a Cajun guy? <laughs> oh, I'll spend some time with <laughs> <on> the Bayou.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, a new character.
2: <laughs>
1: He's a Cajun guy that has spent some time in the bayou.
2: Yeah, like, oh, what are we talking? A summer? A weekend? I visited the bayou for a weekend or two. Oh, <laughs> maybe two? Uh, well, it was
3: one weekend. I was oh, exaggerating. Man, I thought so. I went like, down to the bayou.
2: It was like a layover.
3: Yeah, I spent <laughs> one visit at an airport down there in the bayou. <laughs> On my way to a
2: conference. Yeah, I was, I was heading to Call France. a conference. <laughs> <laughs>
3: A salesman convention. <laughs> I was on my way to Orlando, Florida. <laughs> so we, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I like the, sh- I actually like the shrimp. The bite of shrimp I thought mm. it had a, like was, was pretty good, a good texture sure. to it. And I think the. I'll give you that. It didn't really work with this app though. It was just like shrimp topped on, on top of pico de gallo.
2: It was like a, it, it almost looked like a, um. Oh, what am I trying to say? Oh, I'm blanking on the word. You know, when you don't cook a, uh, a meat. Uh, 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 Raw? <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? Like it, <laughs> what do you it's mean? The, Like a tartar. Yeah. Sorry, it gotcha, looks like yeah. a tartare where uh, they sort of stacked avocado on the bottom and then a, yep. like a salsa on top. Uh, in in a conical uh, uh, sort of shape that obviously like they put it in a tube.
3: Yes. Um, If you go to a fancy pants chain, you go to like a a cheesecake factory or or a hillstone, that would mm -hmm. be a raw tuna on top. That would be like an ahi.
2: Um, And so, and then you dipped your chips into it, your tortilla chips. Um, We did not squeeze the lime on it. It was a little bit spicier than I expected, I think because the proportion, it was a large proportion of salsa Mm -hmm. um, to the other elements. Um. So it was fine. I thought it was okay.
3: Yeah. It, it was. fine. I mean, it was basically chips and salsa with some some shrimps on top. But it, it was it was pretty good. The, the the chips I think were good, and I think the to your your point about the spices. Mm-hmm. You know, as 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 people who listen to the podcast know, I'm something of a heat seeker, and th- there was some spiciness that caught up
1: on me. That that
3: yeah. that, 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 that like got like, to the back of your throat. You yeah, sort that, of found when surprise.
2: I said, "Oh, this is spicier than I expected," and you went, "Huh." <laughs> And then five minutes later, you're like,
1: "Wait a minute, you're right." <laughs> yeah,
3: I got a, I got like a piece of jalapeno that like really hit me unexpectedly, like mm. in the back mm. of the throat. So I had it's you, a you bite were to
2: incapacitated it. almost. You were uh, yeah struggling to breathe. I had, yeah. trouble,
3: uh, I had trouble I had trouble talking for a little bit.
2: It, it's sometimes something spicy yeah. hits you
3: right in the back of the throat, and it just sort of yeah messes up your just you just you just start sounding different. Now this app I did all think-
1: sounded like you're from the <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh, oh, oh. God.
1: I was gonna say now this app I did think tasted like pussy, but uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that
2: should be your new scale that you judge the food on. Does it taste like pussy?
1: <laughs> uh, no, just a, the the only taste I had was batteries for that first one, and this one was such a a quick. There was there was maybe one shrimp per person.
2: Is that yeah? There even was only one shrimp. The thing. proportions were off. It was weird. I yeah. I I I think they should rethink that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it, this. Oddly though, I think I liked this more than I liked the tops. Yes, yeah, yeah. I it was agree. a better app. It was a better app. But and, how
2: do you really fuck up chips and avocado and yeah, like one shrimp? <laughs> right. <laughs> and we're not talking like it's a giant prawn or anything. It's like a tiny shrimp. It was a tiny shrimp. These were yeah. modest
3: shrimps. Uh, and then we got to the we we got we got to our entrees. So I got a the grilled ham stack next to the. the no, I was very excited because I got this menu item and next to it in red it said it's back. And this, along with the lasagna, was one of my childhood favorites, the grilled ham stack. I liked it so much that I I figured out how to make my own version
2: at home. Um, Basically, you took slices of ham and stacked them? (laughs) Yes, I sort of made
3: a Jenga stack, but with ham, if you will. Oh, wow. But the, the the grilled Parmesan sourdough, it's like it's like a it's kind of when there's signature bread, and it's yeah. very. I realized when I was eating it today that like the reason I like this as a kid because it's basically a sandwich made with garlic bread. Yeah. it's just like loaded with cheese and, it's and butter. It's delicious.
2: My entree also had the bread. It's the uh, the Works Frisco Burger, which has been mm. a classic for a long time. I think was probably introduced around the time that the hamstack was as well, sure. where basically they just grill up this. Garlic bread with butter, uh, this sourdough bread, and and they put a burger in there along with a, an onion ring and uh, a, a Thousand Island dressing and there's sweet gherkin Thousand Island dressing, right? Oh my goodness! And then a pickle and uh, uh, cheese and and maybe bacon. I can't re- recall if bacon was on it.
3: Uh, I'll bring it up, but I
1: I do I will say I that thought there maybe was bacon, but mm-hmm. I maybe not.
3: Their Thousand Island dressing is and they 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 call it into it is very sweet, and that's again another of the things I liked about it as yeah. a kid um and and definitely that was the case here it's it's but i i thought my sandwich was was quite good which is basically the same thing except take a take out the burger patty and the onion ring and replace it with a big stack of ham uh, again just picture cheese
2: on that bad boy
3: there's no cheese on this no it's just <laughs> it's just a lettuce tomato and the and the sweet dressing um but yeah i'm, I'm bringing up this burger and then uh, uh mitch what did you uh what did you get for your entree i got marie's
1: marie's marie's yeah the works does ha- the works does have bacon <laughs>
3: Go, go
2: on. I've
1: had I've had, a, I've had a lot of trouble saying the name. You th- you you thought it might be uh, Mary's. I thought it was maybe Mary's. As in Mary Curie. As in why not just Mary? I mean, I guess
2: I mean, it's, a diff- it's a different name. It's a I different guess, name. Yeah. It's probably oh. it's spelled differently. Uh, yeah. That's probably the the main differences. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could Spell be. Spelled a... differently, pronounced differently. Yeah. <laughs> Share some mm. similar letters though, so yes. I understand where you're coming from.
1: <laughs> um. Well, that's one of my big complaints, but now yeah. that's that's wiped out immediately. How many Once forks you're...
2: does that get? <laughs> well, now that you've explained to me, five forks. Were... <laughs> oh, okay, wow. Okay. wow.
1: <laughs> Boy. <laughs> um, I got the Marie's meatloaf. Yes. Their meatloaf. famous
2: meatloaf. Yeah, which has been a classic for uh, as long as I was working there.
1: Yeah. I, you know, it didn't taste like the freshest meatloaf to me tonight. So um, that could be a part of it. We're talking
2: a six o'clock meal, too. You know? Yes, right. it
1: it should be a little bit more. Maybe I mean, it was like
2: yesterday's loaf, and
1: maybe it was yesterday's loaf. It wasn't bad.
3: I'm I'm thinking because they had
1: their early birds in there probably a, at four
3: thirty that they may have mm. made that meat loaf at like three p.m. And it right. just may have been, you know, That could have been the issue.
1: Uh, it was it was all right. It felt like it was stuffed with a lot of different things. Like uh, you took a bite of it and you were getting some sort of like carrot or onion. You could really taste that, sure, which is not a bad thing, but it just the, yeah, you don't want it to be just solid. Yes, beef, beef, yeah, yeah. But uh, but also, I missed that beefy flavor with it too. Mm. It was, it was, it was, it wasn't bad. It, w- but it wasn't great. The first bite I had of it, I
3: was like, oh, that's a quality loaf. And then I returned for another bite, and I was more sort of, um, this is kind of solid. And I think there was, it's, there, there was, was maybe pretty some
2: salty too. Very yeah. salty. Yeah. It, it, I think, is not the kind of thing where you necessarily want that to be the entirety of your meal. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the law of diminishing returns with it. After the first bite, it's yeah. kind of like, okay, am I still eating this thing? 100% right,
3: yeah. Um, I think there were some, yeah, there's some, some, definitely some variance in terms of, uh, of the individual bites because the edge piece I had was quite nice. Uh, the the so match edged, <laughs> the meatloaf. <laughs> I was edging, yeah. He's a meatloaf edger. Yeah, just bringing that fork like right to the, my tongue, but not quite touching it.
2: Looking the sides. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, the, uh, <laughs> the kulap got the pot pie which is maybe their most signature mm, well-known signature dish it's
2: what my mother and father always order when they go there now yeah they sit they fantasize about it they love the pot pies um it's I, I, I get it. hot it's super duper hot when it comes out i thing. get why they love it yeah it's good i don't know that i would ever trust to eat a pot pie anywhere else other than there really oh, interesting i mean have you ever had a pot pie anywhere else no, not
3: I, I've either had Marie calendars or I've had the frozen Marie calendars. I maybe all had right. a Boston
2: Market. Oh, I might, have done, yeah, I might have done that. Yeah, either. but I don't think those are as good. This,
1: this Popeye was very. I, I was jealous. It was a good. Uh, it very was a very good. good order by Gulab.
3: Yeah, yeah, that was very very tasty. Uh, the side I got with my ham stack was the uh, coleslaw, which was by the way,
2: the food all was set down. You took pictures of the food. Yes. We all waited. You were the first person to bite anything mm-hmm. on the table and you went right for the coleslaw and you said yum <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at you and I'm like you said that after you just ate coleslaw you were so happy I've never seen it was, it was just like such the innocence on your face <laughs>
3: I like that initial bite and as I kept as I ate more of it it, it, it started to underwhelm me. I mean, like, it had, because it has some, Seems like... Seems to be a
1: common thing here. You, you, your first yeah. bite, you really fall in love with a thing. Maybe I was just
3: very hungry. Maybe that's mm, yeah. what was going on. So just like the... And then as as I, my appetite got more satiated, I got uh, less uh, less satisfied with each individual bite.
2: Should a good meal be better the more you taste it, or is this just all food that mm. once you eat the first couple of bites... It's like, okay, that's Mm. it. And is that an advertisement for tapas? Oh, good point. Yes. I think it is.
1: I think it is. Or like a top, you know, like I love Taco Bell and you have like, you get like four to five smaller different things. But I'm trying all sorts of different. I
0: feel
2: like there have been some meals where I just, it's so good all the way through that it's just gone. But I, but they're few and far between, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. don't
3: know. I mean, I think this kind of place there's just so much food. You're getting a, a pretty large portion and then it's just like so dense and, you know, loaded with salt and fat yeah. that it just and and it's just so carb heavy that it gets overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I th- I thought the the coleslaw was Refreshing, but not particularly flavorful. Um, do your guys' sides? <laughs> what you had? You had some mashed potatoes. I had and had some vegetables. mashed potatoes
1: and vegetables. Didn't touch the veggies. Mm-mm. The vegetables
3: look good. I would have had
2: them. You could have had them. They were right there. Why do not you have I think They're known for their vegetables, though. <laughs> they, like, they, I remember when people would order vegetables, and everyone would look at them kind of weird. <laughs> and you'd go, "Hey, someone wants vegetables with this," and the the chef. Or chef, the cook would sigh and go, ah, and like fire up the skillet and get some wow. like, you know, butter in there and start like kind of tossing the vegetables and be like, I don't know, I don't know what this guy's problem is, but he <laughs> wants the vegetables. It's that big of a pain for them to whip up vegetables. They, the
1: vegetables did not look good. I mean, I left uh, some meatloaf and mashed potatoes on there. It wasn't, I just was, I was done. How were right. the mashed potatoes? The mashed potatoes were pretty good. I feel like again, it felt like
2: Nick. You had a bite of them.
1: Yeah, it felt okay. like those would have been like a plus mashed potatoes if they had been like fresh.
2: Mm, they felt not right. fresh
1: in some way.
2: I wonder if we're there at a at an odd time. Maybe they're maybe we're there during seniors, like the in between shifts oh, as well. When be. they're when the new cooks are just getting there and they're just like kind of acclimating themselves or yeah. something. And maybe by seven p.m. that's when the real rush is or something. I, I will know. say
1: also that our food came out
2: fast it came out pretty fast yeah. it came yeah. out really fast like maybe it was
1: sitting there from the lunch <laughs> i mean your burger in particular it was also a little red which
2: uh, i i ordered it medium rare so it was all okay right. yeah, yeah i liked it
1: but it was it was it was but all of it was much faster than i thought it would be well i right. called
3: ahead and said what we, that we were coming so just have one of everything ready oh okay so that might have been it <laughs> yeah uh did you how
2: you get some fries with yours i got some fries with that shake and um <laughs> Yeah, they were, uh, which they they did not do this when I worked there. They had a, a bit of uh, seasoning on them. So they were akin mm-hmm. to the Red Robin. The, when I was uh, growing up and, and working at Marie Callender's, I think Red Robin was the only place that actually seasoned fries. It was a new thing back then where we were like, oh, wow, they actually put seasoning on these fries. Um, but the Marie Callender's now does it, and they were pretty good. I ate them all. Um, I like a good boy. S- <laughs>
3: <laughs> I will say that I, I also got I should have mentioned that I got some some of their fi- famous chili, which is another thing they're known for uh, which is a, a a beef and bean chili. It used to become topped with uh, with uh, cheese and sour cream I believe. Mm. I remember getting it with sour cream and now it comes with cheese. Uh, and tortilla strips and pico de gallo. So they've kind of changed it a little mm. bit. I, I found the strips like superfluous. Uh but it is a it's a decent chili. It's a it's a quality chili. And I think I think it's like fine in a cup, probably too much in a bowl. Um, and then we come to our pies. So we yeah. each got we each got our own pie. Uh, I got the razzleberry. Mitch you got the chocolate satin. Um, razzleberry,
2: by the way, is a combination of boysenberry and blueberries. Is that yes, right? With some
1: apples thrown in there for and
3: a I little know bit they, of tartness. Yeah. And
2: they throw some sugar in there. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then I nearly said chocolate Satan, uh, too. Yeah. When I was looking at the chocolate satin <laughs> pie. <laughs> <laughs> so you were just trying to decide between the German chocolate and the chocolate satin. Yes. And you said, what's better? And she said, chocolate satin, like it wasn't even a thing, Yeah, yeah. she. Um, which I agree. I mean, uh, it, it is one of their more popular pies. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't... We'll hear what you think of it, but um, yeah. I really... When it came to the pie round... Mm -hmm. By the way, I ordered Kahlua cream, which was my mm -hmm. favorite pie when I worked there. um, And Kulop had the banana cream, which is a super popular pie, and my father always orders. Um, One of my favorite pies.
1: uh, Well, your dad's right again, because that was one of my favorites, too. That was a standout. That was a banana cream. But my favorite was the Kahlua pie, which you got. Mm -hmm. And, Weiger, yours was... uh, No pie let me down. I thought every pie was delicious. Every pie, great. The pies were
3: excellent. They were were universally excellent. I did try to order the no sugar razzleberry just
1: to see how their no sugar pets. She got almost mad at you, I would say. Uh, I
3: want to see how it stacked up. It wasn't what I wanted them. My a stack, remember that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You saw how that stacked up, and it was
2: delicious.
3: (laughs) Uh, the I wanted to see how the no sugar pies, like I, I just wanted to see what it was like because I'd never mm. had it before. Um, but the regular razzleberry, very, very good. And um, I I thought there, there were no, yeah, there were no losers here. Everything was good. I'd, I'd say probably that banana cream was my favorite. Maybe the Kahlua as uh, a second and then my razzleberry, then the, the chocolate uh Oh, okay. Satin. Kahlua
2: cream good. is, by the way, a, almost akin to a cheesecake. It's like a Kahlua cream cheese pie. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It was
1: very, that, that was, that's... Maybe the winner for me, it and I very good.
3: and I got some decaf coffee, and that was fine. Yeah. Um. And uh. Well, I guess at this point, that's our whole meal we've chronicled, so we should get to our final thoughts mm. on Marie Calendars. I Yes. So. So Scott, we'll go around. We'll begin with you. You're our guest, and uh, have you uh, give us a summation of your thoughts on Marie Calendar's based on this visit and all your prior experience with this chain, and then end by giving us a fork score from zero to five forks. Thank you.
2: Marie calendars holds a dear, dear place in my heart. The times I had there, the, the meals I've shared there, the customers who yelled at me there, <laughs> <laughs> and just the times I had, I would always look forward to eating there. Uh, the joy it puts upon my parents' faces. Nothing can replace that. I will say I lived very close to one in my old place and um, I always thought of it as a very quality restaurant uh, with, with delicious food. And I would go there a lot. And then we filmed a show at my place called the Brody Stevens interview challenge um, where the conceit of it was Brody, uh, the late Brody Stevens, RIP a one eight. He would, uh share a meal with a comedian and we would give him challenges to do during the meal and one of the challenges was to um eat everything that was left that was on the table right so it, i remember david cross was the guest and the what and his challenge that he had to do during the interview was make sure no food was wasted and eat every single thing and we thought it would be really funny to get like two of the appetizer plates and like a lot of food right um and i remember thinking oh we'll get it from Marie Callender's this will be really good. And that was the first time and I remember David Cross made fun of the food and it was too heavy and brody couldn't eat it and it was all that those carbs and the breaded thing and that was the first time that I was I thought to myself oh Marie Callender's isn't good. Yeah. <laughs> and it was that childhood <laughs> innocence being stripped away and flayed from me um to where I I started not being able to trust my my feelings about the place and since then every single time i've gone back it's felt like a restaurant in decline whose audience is aging along with it Mm -hmm. and young people are no longer going um this particular location is an odd one in that it inexplicably sells beanie babies as an impulse item right right (laughs) right when you step in and greeting cards it looks like you've wandered in I literally walked in and thought oh we want we went into the wrong place this is a Hallmark that's what it feels like um and the as as much as they're trying to make nods to what the popular dishes are of the day with the loaded tots they're not performing and they're not executing them at the level that you would expect so unfortunately I feel like with all of the stores closing down it it would not surprise me if Marie Callenders went chapter 11 in a few years, but I would hate to see that because, uh, you know, that that possibly could coincide with uh, m- my parents going to the chapter 11 of life, mm. um, AKA heaven. <laughs> um, so, as far as the, the restaurant goes, it's seen better days. Yeah. I know, I, I have to assume the food was good when it was in its prime but it's maybe no longer there. As far as this meal, though, I was very, very hungry. I enjoyed the burger that I had. I really loved the pies. Uh, five forks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, Mitch.
1: I don't have those uh, those memories or connections to the restaurant. Um, I don't have the, the the good times that you had, which... I may appropriate those memories for myself. Oh, I, sure, I, have
2: at them. <laughs> you you can come
1: over to my fun. house and watch porn if that's what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I, when I was of that age in college, I th- 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 that sounds like the most fun. The, the the it sounds like a fun time. I didn't even have the porn for some reason. I don't know what was going on. Uh, I should have just looked it up online. <laughs> um, but uh, I, but I do have a fondness for this place. Why? I don't know. I've never.
2: You you've been
1: before. I've never been. I've ne- i I feel like I've been before, but I've, I've never really been that much. And there's restaurants that we go to that are in decline that I hate, and I'm like, this place should just be put out of its misery. But this one, if there's something about it that I like, and I, and I I I do know one thing I like about it, which I'll say in a second. But uh, the first thing I saw when I walked in were literally the backs of Hallmark cards. That's through the window when you look through, uh, at a place that sells pies, and you see. <laughs> and you see greeting cards. It's strange. Yeah. It's a strange, it's a very it's strange thing. It's, it's, yes. it, it doesn't make any sense, but, um, I like this. I like a home style kind of, uh, homey place for the old, like, you know, like a, like an older person's place. That I, I, it feels like a place that should have memories attached to it. And to quote the birthday boys, if we're going to go to Marie Calendar's, you got to get that pie. Mm. What Nick, you didn't, I did like it. It's from your <laughs> sketch. um, the pie is the pie. I can't give a bad rating
2: to a place that has something that they do so well in the pies, right? Look, the pie is a showstopper, and you wouldn't put the the star attraction at the beginning of the show or yes, in the middle of the show. True. You you save it for the end, and that, so they're very smart when it comes to that.
1: There, there was there was some good stuff. I th- I think that you're right. That I think that it is a place that needs to, and I sadly agree with you that I don't know if they'll ever figure that out i think that maybe they just will go out of business um i say bring the porn back start playing it on the TVs. <laughs> that
3: might help
1: you know you got a lot of seniors in there so you maybe
3: got a little, a little bit conservative in what subgenres mm. you can play like they're probably going to be offended by some of the uh the kinkier stuff right? yeah yeah uh, uh, if you if you kept a straight
1: like pnv i think they'd probably be okay um but i i, I definitely right now
2: I don't know what that is. I have to say, but go ahead. I think right now, uh, and God. Okay.
1: You know, I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say three forks, but I, I think I'm gonna raise it, and it's already three forks because of the pie. But I'm gonna raise it to three and a quarter forks. Oh, okay. Whoa. Because I think the pie is that good. I mean, like three forks one time. If it just became, if it, if, if it really truly just became like a pie restaurant. Yes. I mean, like it's better pies than House of Pies. Right. Oh, undoubtedly, better pies than Baker Square, I think. Yeah, it's. I mean, the pie- better than
3: better than Coco's for sure. Coco's the pies I always felt like felt like a, a toss in. The pies
1: yeah. are really, really, really good. Yes. So they do that so well. They got to revamp their menu. They got to do something there. But uh, but I also like the memories you have attached to it, and it feels like that sort of face. It plays. It feels like an important like and maybe that's just the style of the restaurant the way it looks when you walk in it's very much it's like
2: It's nostalgic no matter what age you're in. Yes, oh, you know it's nostalgic right. for an age that maybe doesn't exist anymore. Yes,
1: yeah, I agree. Thank you for uh making that point uh which I probably would never have gotten to. Um but yeah, 3 3 and a quarter forks. Okay. It's it's I'm afraid though that it's it's going to it's going to go away. Well, hopefully these ratings
2: will give it a little <laughs> bit of juice. <laughs>
1: They they
3: could boost it, but the you know the more likely outcome is that this chain will die along with the Silent Generation. They're mm. they're just like it's sort of like the this is this is uh, we see we saw the demographic that's that's eating there. It's seniors and mm. boomers I, boom boomers. Yeah, I guess it's I guess it's now boomers because the Silent Generation is even older than that. So you know, boomers might sustain it for a little bit, but I think it's not. It's not getting a younger audience. But is I, that
2: okay? It's Everything fine. has to go away at some point. It's totally fine. All it, businesses are gonna go away, right?
3: Um I mean, it's like for I think Doughboys media will endure, but
2: <laughs> but you know what I mean like sometimes yes. when people as an insult will write to me, well your show was canceled. Yeah. I'm like after five years and 110 episodes, like, right. it, yeah. fine. You yeah. know, I'll take it. Not everything is The Simpsons. Yeah, no, the, the, uh,
1: the, I, I I agree with that. The thing that's always, and this is. Oh, man. If The Simpsons ever gets canceled, though, I'm going to let them have it.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take Ooh. that,
1: Selman. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> um, I. But when things go, like, I would be sad if it went away because it has such great pies. And yes, I think yeah. of places in Boston that, are like, Brigham's, I've told you, Weiger, has a great raspberry lime ricky and then when you then in the city i'm like where can i get a raspberry lime ricky and then there's nowhere to get one anymore right right. that's the thing that scares me with some of these older businesses that are dying down is that there's just items or or yeah
2: maybe the uh, the the stuff that's really good the cornbread Mm -hmm. yeah the the uh Kahlua pie i don't know anyone who makes one yes of those, yeah. you know? and then is that those just, just going that gone that's then that's very sad to yeah think.
3: if they if they i mean if they if they could focus or or find a way to come come up with like an express version that's maybe more pastry and pie focused Or just
2: greeting cards or just greeting <laughs> cards
0: <laughs>
3: that's clearly working for them uh yeah i, I don't think marie calendars is, is long for this world i will say as opposed to uh, you know what Talking about other chains that are kind of in this category, one a place we went to very early on, Coco's, which mm. was one of our probably our least pleasant Doughboys meal, mm. and that place is the same sort of category, uh, and you know, largely an older clientele. But that place is just decaying Wait, but Coco's, but but they wasn't don't
2: specialize in anything Car-
3: uh, Caros, Caros I meant to say, I didn't. Yeah. I, if oh, Caros, I said Coco's, yeah, I apologize. Yeah. Caros was a wretched meal. Coco's was also not great. Coco's but okay. wasn't great, but it was better. But it was okay. But Caros we went to Caros just feels like it's decaying, and it feels like at the- least
2: Baker Square. Thinks they specialize in pies, right? Mm. But Coco's, I think, is just like we have pies. Yes, exactly. Yeah. If, if that's what you want, but yeah, you know they they don't specialize in anything. And Carol's has nothing.
3: Yeah, Carol's is just is just bad. And yeah. I think the uh, and Marie Calendar's is still at an okay level of quality. I mentioned this before. Carol's is the
1: ghost of uh, Christmas yet to come. For oh boy, For Marie Calendar. Yeah,
2: awesome. yeah,
3: I will say this that the there is a the, the I told I think I may have told the story on the the Panera episode. Um, that Panera in Santa Monica, which recently closed, mm. used to be a Polly's Pies, which is another one of these places.
2: Oh, I haven't thought about that place in a and, long time. And
3: Polly's Pies is a place I used to go to, and we went, We were in the Polly's Pies, and the week they closed, and there was just an old guy sitting at the counter by himself, and he just said to the one, the one of those servers, he was just like, sure are gonna miss this place. And I was just like, oh, that's a bummer, because this is yeah. like a place where... You know, be, people come to it, be, it becomes a part of your routine and becomes mm. a part of your life, becomes a gathering place. And and so it is nice that this exists. And, and I, I think, I hope it, it, these, these a few Marie calendars keep uh, staying in business for a few more years. Um, pies are great. I think this is a four and a half fork pie chain. Wow. The food, wow. I think, is more of a one and a half to two fork Oof. pie, uh, two yeah. fork, boy, pie, one and a half to two fork uh, range there.
2: So what do you do? I, average it out?
3: I guess I could average it out, which is uh, what I'll say the same as Mitch: three and a quarter forks. Wow. I think that's that's about where I land. I will say this though, Mitch: mm-hmm. if this place, because I mentioned how fond I was of it as a child, and this was a place I went to for mer- for birthdays, I think if this was the equivalent for you mm-hmm. and it existed in Quincy, you would give this five forks at its current state because you would have so much nostalgia, nostalgia attached yeah. to it sure. that you would think that this was like reminding you of your childhood. Yeah, you think I disagree
1: with you? Of course I would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: All right, good. We're on the same page. Uh, guys, that was our review.
1: I gave the of Marie 99 Calendars, and it was like, uh, That episode's not out yet. <laughs> oh, uh, we'll bleep that.
3: <laughs> that was our review of Marie Calendars. It's time for a segment. When fast food news breaks, the Doughboys are here to cover it. This is Breaking Chews.
1: <laughs> Breaking Chews.
2: Now, breaking news. My whole thing with this is that I've always, I've never thought that he's doing it live. It always sounded too professional.
1: <laughs> no, I do it <gasps> live, baby. My Fig- thing with that is that. Make fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> in in the original, they don't go, breaking news. You know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's no, not I- a <laughs> parody of
1: that. I don't think you've watched the show recently, because
3: that's exactly what Brian
0: Williams does. <laughs> and he kind of <laughs>
2: hums along like half-heartedly mm. during the first one. <laughs> oh, breaking news. <laughs>
3: I was in in an attack helicopter that got shot down in Afghanistan.
2: So you lying have to, to stop a... <laughs> breaking that news, Brian. We all know it's not true.
1: My uh, daughter got her ass eight on girls. Ass <laughs> eight.
3: Not Five news. forks
1: <laughs> for Allison Williams' ass. Do you know what's crazy? Yes. I believe Brian Williams. <laughs> that his daughter that got, he w- his ass, got, got her ass <laughs> ate? Yeah. I believe him about that. <laughs> I saw him,
3: I think. Um. So we got these Nerds Slurpees from 7-Eleven. Mm. This is a grape strawberry flavor. Sweet little nerds don't make you choose. These teeny little guys all come in twos. Grape and strawberry both on your side. The most perfect Slurpee you've ever tried i didn't spit those bars off the dome mind you that's the I copy from it? that's the copy from 711's webpage wait well, it's it's grape and strawberry this it, is grape and strawberry combined
2: so wow. so they it's a purplish hue
3: kind of looks like it grimace. has
2: the flavors of grape and strawberry within it or it's stacked much like that ham stack i heard so much about <laughs> on Th- top of each other
3: this doesn't look like a ham stack situation this looks mm. more like they're blended <laughs> okay uh but yeah well let's go ahead and take a sip of this with our plastic straws, thank you very much.
2: Tastes like pussy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Boy, this is very sweet. It's very, very sweet. sweet. Similarly, it's got sweet that, to that kind
2: of snap ad. that the that a good Slurpee has, though, where you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. it's not just sugary, it's got like sort of an acidic sort of kind of right. aftertaste to it, which which is classic Slurpee. We got the smalls and I don't think I
3: could do any more than this of this cuz this flavor is so intense. I used to get the larger uh, Coke Slurpees but this this small is just enough for me. Wait, why
1: tell tell us how often you used to get those?
3: Daily. Um my uh yeah, my me and my my lovely wife who Scott's just learning that I married yeah. uh, after working for with him for years. Um we uh we would go and we'd get se- we get 7-Eleven Coke Slurpees every day and we did that for a while and then I realized that I was having 400 calories of sugar. Mm-hmm. um in the afternoon that was one reason why I've why I kept getting so fat uh and why I'm still so fat today uh, the this slurpee is so yeah I think this would have to be this this size I think that this is the right size for this
1: this flavor I can't really taste the strawberry it's it's very grapey it's yeah. grapey yeah very grapey
2: but I guess maybe it's sweeter than grape mm. in a way. Maybe that's the strawberry part of it. I sort of, the, the aftertaste is strawberry-ish to me. Mm, yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, I will say it does kind of have that nerd sort of flavor to it. And oh, it, I forgot about
2: the nerds part of
1: it. Yeah. Oh, yeah it,
3: okay. it tastes like, I mean, it tastes like a liquid nerds candy. I, do you, think this, is, this do is you a, think
1: this is tasty enough to make ogre like nerds?
3: Um hmm. would he shout out like uh, nerds or in would a positive he, way.
2: In, in a positive or, way. Yeah, yeah or is he, he was completely negative? It's just all about the line reading. Yes, yeah.
3: <laughs> I think this would make him go nerds. Yeah. Like kind of like a, maybe coming around to it a little bit. I think yeah. this is a mild drink for me. This is this is not certainly not a stank, but it's not like a clear drink. I'd say it's like a like a little bit of a drink.
1: I'll say this. They're successful in that it does taste the the flavor of nerds comes across. Yeah. Which for the better or for better or worse, I don't really know if that's a good
2: thing. I I can't. Yeah. I haven't had nerds in decades. Yeah. And I don't think I've had a Slurpee in decades. Mm. I'm enjoying it. I used to we we used to go to Sears and shop a lot as a, as a child. And they had uh their version of a Slurpee was called an icy. Oh yeah, I remember and the icy. I just uh, you know, anytime we went to Sears, I would be begging my mom, "Can we get nicey? Can we get nicey?" I was so annoying to her. And uh, I would say fifty percent of the time we were allowed nicey, but it it the the feeling of this takes me back to those days.
1: It's it's nice. It's not it's not great. I think I would rather have a different flavor, but you kind of taste the nerds in there. It's a very overwhelming grape flavor. But if this uh-huh. is especially this is a hot summer day and I was outside, that'd be I would enjoy this. It's a drink. I'm gonna Mowing say the mine. lawn. Yeah, this is a drink. Mowing the lawn. Yeah. Washing the windows. hmm Taking uh. my shirt off and washing the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throwing them on the glass. <laughs> 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 you song, did you have any of this, uh any sips
3: of this? Yeah. This do you is, think? I, I've never had a slippery before. So Wow, wait, really? Yeah, I was I've had icy's before. Okay. Um uh when I was on Long Island, but this is like so overwhelming. It's so sweet. It's very sweet and so like it's buzzy, but I can't put it down.
2: Yeah, so. I've, yeah, I've. You said this is about all I can drink, and I agreed. And since then, I've almost had all of it. <laughs> so it's sort of addictive.
3: It really is. Drink. I say it's a drink. Yeah, I think I think I think drinks are the consensus. Well, hey, that was a Seven ups Nerd Slurpee, just like a restaurant. About your feedback, let's open the feedback. You, did your did voice say seven get Seven Ups too. <laughs> Well, that was the Seven Eleven Nerd Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> just like a restaurant, we value did your feedback. Did your voice get lower? Fe- did I did I sound a little lower? Yeah. All right, I'll take it again with my normal voice. Well, that was a Seven Eleven Nerd Slurpee. Oh,
2: just oh, same yeah. as we used to have. Yeah.
0: <laughs> down, down, noise down. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah,
3: boy. When I spent them six hours <laughs> in the airport oh. <laughs> on my way to a conference, I hit up a Seven <laughs> Eleven. Oh boy. Uh, hey. Just like a restaurant via mm-hmm. feedback, let's open up the feedback. Today's email is from David Osborne. David writes, is ketchup an, pr- an acceptable dipping sauce for chicken fingers? If not, Oof. is ketchup an acceptable dipping sauce for chicken prepared anyway? Thanks for the question, David. Do you have any strong feelings on this, Ackerman?
2: Yeah, no, There's you're a lunatic. There There is no way in any universe that ketchup should be put upon chicken. It's yeah. just it's wow. the the thought of it is repulsive to me.
1: I I got I lost track of the question because his name was Dave Osborne, like super Dave Osborne. And that's mm. all I thought of for a few seconds. Oh. I was thinking of the Osborns, Yeah, that was wow. thinking of the, like an
2: Osborne kid. Do you remember this?
0: Sharon!
2: <laughs> How could I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That okay, was <laughs> I was, uh, by the way, speaking of being on tour, I mentioned this in one of our shows. We took a, a plane ride from L.A. to Kansas City on the last leg, and uh, I was sitting next to a woman who was wearing sandals, picking her toes the entire time mm. while watching full episodes of the Osborne. That's insane. Jesus Christ. And I didn't know which was more disturbing to me. I was <laughs> just inexplicably, like, roaring with laughter, watching YouTube video, not clips, whole episodes of the Osbournes. That's
3: Osboards. insane. Yeah. This, uh, I was this- on the... I was on the bus earlier, guy not picking his toes, but he seemed to be well-behaved overall, but he had his phone, he was watching The Simpsons, the Dr. Zayas song from The Simpsons with his volume up and was Uh. singing along with it. An adult man. Oh, no. It was very strange.
2: Planes are sort of like public transportation for flying you they know the fact that you are, have to right. sit next to people like we're so accustomed to oh i'll just buy a car and drive everywhere and be alone in it like why can't we do that with plane yeah i mean you could get a private plane but that'll cost you a pretty penny no, i'm saying we all buy a plane we have it at our house oh we each own our own plane
3: yeah i mean i think that would be cost prohibitive for most but you know maybe i don't know uh i will i will uh, I, I do do kind of experience when i'm on a plane i'm like this is like being on the
1: bus And
3: when I'm on the bus, I'm like, this this is is like being on a plane. plane. Wow. I'm on a train. Kind of like both of them. Yeah.
1: I've never said this to you before, but I think you should do (laughs) (laughs) stand-up. I think you've
0: done (laughs) stand-up,
1: and it's
3: perfect. (laughs) Guys, I'm just trying out my tight five on public transportation. Remember when he did stand-up in
1: front of the Birthday Boys taping? And maybe the funniest part of the entire taping. I didn't
2: even know it was you. I was like, because I dipped in. Yeah just to see a couple of sketches, and I was like, who is that? And I think Neil Campbell was like, it's Weiger. I was like, oh, because weren't you dressed differently or something? I was
3: doing a, so I did a warm-up, I did, I was the audience warm-up guy, and so I just kind of like, went with like, a really like, loud sort of uh, wardrobe to just sort of like, be like, very like, kind of hacky, but like I was just trying to be as hacky as I possibly yeah. could, is kind of a but bit. You, but you everyone had to do way it. more
2: time than you expected. I did right? do like
3: six hours, and so yeah. I was just like riffing for like six hours. But it was like it was really funny. Oh, thank you. I mean, people, people loved it, and it was just me being as hacky as I possibly could. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, maybe this is my calling. Yeah. Well,
2: even yeah. even if I went up just trying to be hacky, I could do ten minutes. Yeah, maybe. But you were doing so long; it was really impressive. It was. I mean, it overshadowed the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you guys threw away that version, didn't you? We
1: threw away the live, the live yeah, all show the live version. Streams. Yeah. Uh, and I think after that was when Bob Odenkirk was like, hey, we should get Weiger on the show. He did. There, he, there was a moment where Bob wanted Weiger on the show. As one capacity. of the birthday boys. As a birthday boy. Taking I think, Kowalik's place? I, <laughs> I think that I think that Bob thought we were like you could trade birthday boys in and yeah, out. Just swap yes, them right. out. Well, there's like understood. a birthday
2: boy league that it's like. All right, this guy's this guy's in the reserves now. We're calling this guy up
3: to the show. Uh, I think if you guys had made that switch, uh, birthday boys wouldn't canceled after one season. Of two. I I think that I had a roommate in college who would dip uh chicken he <laughs> would dip chicken in ketchup, like fried chicken and ketchup, and I found it strange. Like uh. whole pieces of fried chicken. I don't think it's it's quite the I mean, dip whatever you whatever you want, but I feel like there's better options, like some some honey mustard or some some ranch or something for your chicken fingers, a barbecue sauce. You song, you seem to have a strong reaction to this Oh, wh- what are you thinking about this? I just remembered, like everyone, uh, like in school cafeteria lunches, would dip chicken tenders in mm-hmm. ketchup because it was just the only option. And it's it was the only like, dipping sauce available, else. yeah, yeah. And it was just like too dry, so I never thought much of it. But like now, I would definitely go for something else over over ketchup.
1: Yeah, I think it's weird. I- I'm just gonna say that I, th- this might be harsh, but if you're if you're dipping your chicken into chicken fingers or chicken. Nuggets or anything into ketchup. You're a little baby. Yeah. You're a little baby. You're a tiny little baby. You're a tiny little baby. Time to
2: catch up with adulthood. Oh, Mm. you are a stand up. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, I was talking about um, Roscoe's with Carl Tart when we were on tour. And I mentioned the fact that, you know, I've been going there since I was 18 or something, Mm -hmm. that I like to put syrup over everything the fries, the Mm. chicken, everything. And he was like, no, 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 no. You got hot sauce on the chicken. I was it, almost like I was doing the wrong thing, but I think, I don't know. I mean, you can have like a chicken waffle sandwich that you pour syrup on and it's good. So yeah. is, is that different than ketchup? I don't know because ketchup has sugar in it as well. I don't, I don't know, but it just, the thought is uh, disgust me.
1: If if, if if you're putting chicken tenders or chicken fingers or, or chicken nuggets into ketchup, I think it it has to be because there's no other option. Yes, I'll I'll, right. I'll accept it if, you got room service, for instance, yeah. that we were talking about, and the, and, the, and they only give you ketchup. Then and I'd you don't say, want okay. to call
2: down again, yes. like have them bring up. Or, you know, if you're in a chicken fingers eating contest <laughs> and <laughs> you don't have a glass of water to dip them yeah. in. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you have a big. They Pick accidentally gave you a <laughs> cup of ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> right.
3: I think that would work in a pinch. You're adding <laughs> calories, but it would make it come down a little bit easier. Uh, if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you email said, so don't waste podcast at gmail. Oh, fl- what the what hell? I can't talk. <laughs> These people are it's writing
2: too- in in order for you to say their name on their favorite show. <laughs> and you, and I, I can't understand anything you just
0: said.
2: It's too late. If you
3: have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double Our Weekly Bonus Episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys.com. Scott Ackerman, tell us about the movie.
2: Between Two Ferns, the movie, uh, we've been working on it for a couple of years. I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, it's an improvised movie, which um, are not common. Um, you don't see a lot of those these days. Uh, we were very inspired by This is Spinal Tap, which was, I, I took a look at how that was filmed, which was they filmed it like a documentary. They These guys knew their characters so much, they would just kind of put them in situations that were unplanned set up a camera and they would improvise in it. And that's sort of what we did with this entire film is we shot it like an actual documentary. We built a public access station and we just set up cameras and interviewed people about their jobs and then we'd film them doing their jobs. Um, it's, it's pretty funny. It's Zach Galifianakis, uh, is in it and the guest stars are Will Farrell and Matthew McConaughey, Keanu Reeves, Brie Larson, um, you know, so many like twenty five Superstar. yeah, yeah, so superstars. twenty five superstars are in it, and uh, it's really funny. And I hope people watch it. Uh, and uh, I've I've shown it to about ten audiences at this point. And they all really like it, so I hope you do too.
1: It's the film is completed, and it's going to be released in 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 just uh, well, a few about, hours. And a few yeah. hours, yeah. Uh so this might be late to ask, but can
2: Wager and I be in it? <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Um, Weiger, you did a little bit of work on it.
3: Oh yeah, just a little bit in the early going. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see what it ended up being uh, turning
2: into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you came aboard and did like a just a writer's day where we batted ideas back and forth. Right, which I believe only one ended up actually being a, not. I don't mean one of yours, just like one idea we talked about that day. Just so ended probably up not in there. mine. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, the
3: odds are it would probably yeah. not my idea. But um, so it was kind of like a wasted
1: like
2: day for everyone. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. It okay. was a real waste of time. Yeah, I wish it never happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your idea was that Galifianakis jerks off into the ferns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check that out. Anyone yeah, else to watch
2: the Everyone's gonna watch it. Check it, it out. It's out. very it's a, exciting. It's Thank on you. Netflix. Yeah. Um, Lauren Lapkis, by the way, is the second lead, and one uh, of the funniest. Yeah. Ryan Gall and Giovanni Linayo, Uh from the groundlings and UCB respectively. And, uh, they're really funny and, and, uh, it's cool to, s- I think to see a movie improvised as well, because, um, most comedies are done with a script and, yeah. then, you know, uh, we just were flying without a net and didn't even know what was going to happen and then had to like, make it all make sense in post. That's <laughs> so, very exciting.
3: Yeah. Uh, check that out. You all have Netflix, go ahead and stream it. And Scott, anything else you'd like to plug?
2: Comedy Bang Bang podcast, uh, and also I have a comic coming out. It either came out yesterday or it's coming out oh. next week. I, I wrote one page in uh, Marvel Comics 1001. Wow, which was a big thrill. Yeah, that's cool.
3: Was it the 8001th page? <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> 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 I also said once again, like you <laughs> yeah, did earlier, like I did. Yeah, you know what? That's a new way to say it. Once, once. That's how we say it down in Dubai. Oh, <laughs> oh once. once. I'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next oh, time, with the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell. I'm Nick Ryan. Oh, Daddy. See ya. Double. Double double, 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 double. double,
1: double,
0: double, On the next Doughboys double, live from New York, it's Doughboys guests Paul Rust and Mike Camford joined to review Sian's famous foods for our Feast Coast tour. Recorded live at a shitty theater. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com doughboys.
3: Sources for this week's intro include Pipeline to the NFL, Big State's Schools Are Key by Jeff Zilgit. Don Calendar, who turned his mom's pie shop into the Marie Callender's chain, dies at 81 by Claire Noland. Marie Callender's founder, Remembered as Innovator by Nancy Luma. Marie Callender's Closes 31 Units Amid Bankruptcy by Nancy Luna. Marie Callender's Corporate Website and the Long Beach Polytechnic website. Full list of sources available in the episode description.
0: That was a HeadGum Podcast.